Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome to Super Fight Freaks Podcast. It's me. It's your boy, the H-Town Hitler. I'm joined by my guy, D-Raz, the Chinatown Cooney, a.k.a. the Frampton Faggot. Uh, Chinatown, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How, how are you doing? I'm doing good. You should be flying high. Uh, look, it, it finally happened. Uh, about 16, 17 years in the making, D-Raz <laughs> has made his pro debut. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to put the link. In the descriptions of the pod, I want all the freaks to check that out. And I think I might just that just might be an every an every episode thing. I'm just gonna have that link in the pod. So anybody <laughs> who rolls up on it can check that. When you have your second fight, we'll add that too. Maybe in a couple of years we'll just have a conglomerate of like 10, 15 links in there. That'd be awesome, man. That's Let's what I want. That's what I want to do. Uh yeah, so we're gonna talk about that in a bit. First, we're gonna do some housekeeping, talk about all the other bullshit that's going on in uh the fight game, wrestling, boxing, MMA, all the gay shit. We're gonna cover all of it. Uh, or actually, we, we, realistically, we're we're not going to really cover any of it. We're probably going to spend a long amount, too much time on certain autistic topics and tangents. Yeah. But yeah. we'll do what we do. Uh-huh. With that said, uh, I think we should just get into it, man. Uh, UFC 366 was last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was um, who was it, man? It was it's Covington DJ versus Cobb- Masvidal. Yeah, Covington versus Manchester. Oh, you're going to do the not knowing their names bit. A couple of the most <laughs> famous guys in the world. What is that? A couple of the most famous guys okay. in the MMA world. I didn't even say MMA world. I said world. Which that I'm was gonna, a lie. I'm going to quickly take that back. Yeah, but a couple of the most famous guys in the MMA world. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Alexis Rocha, he's one of the most famous guys in L.A. boxing, probably. I don't know about that, but he's top 10. All right, man. So, yeah, the, 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 these two guys uh, had the little WWE-style match matchup. Uh, it was what it was. I thought it was a good fight. It was an entertaining fight. Some people shit on it. Some people have not. Some people are saying Kobe's been boring, always been boring. I don't really think so. Whatever, over, blah, blah, blah. But the one moment I want to talk, there's actually two things I want to talk about. I got two takeaways from this fight. The one was I love the, uh, the last 10 seconds of this fight when uh, you could tell it was about to go to decision, right? And Covington is trying to like, you know, he's trying to put a little extra mustard on his shots, uh-huh. uh, like right at the end. And uh, Masvidal, you know, he's getting obviously he's frustrated. And uh, when the ref breaks it up, you know, Kobe's trying to sneak in that last shot. I don't think he goes after the bell, but he goes right up into the bill. Uh, and uh, Masvidal does those like he does double up kicks. Like, get off of me. You know, and, uh, <laughs> it reminds me of when, like, uh, you get in a fight at school and the teacher's coming to break it up. And so right as the teacher breaks it up, you do that final burst of energy, you know, to kind of, like, show everybody watching. Like, yeah, I, I, I had more left. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I had more left. I got the last hit. I got the last little push. Uh, yeah, I, I, that was one of my favorite moments. And then uh, uh, yeah, that's a weird since, since he moment. ended with that move, they had they, like the feud kept going. Like the the intensity, the hostility, because, you know, if, if if you get in a school fight and, and you act like that, you act out, uh, you know, as you've been defeated. Yeah, the rivalry keeps going. And so yeah. they were talking shit, both doing suck it, both doing fuck you, yeah. both doing fuck <laughs> your kid, fuck your mom, all that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so that was my first takeaway. Uh, what think about that? What think? You know, I was thinking, I didn't, I never, I didn't look at it like that, but that does make me think deep. You, you know, I often think about those days when, I, when things were so much simpler in school and you get yeah. fights. Do you yearn for those days? Or are you to the point where you're happy where you're at in life? You don't care about those days anymore. Um, Like, do I just, do I miss fighting in school or do I just? No, well, just the whole, ad, the whole, you know, if you could just go back to that time, just 
it all starts over. You're, you're, you know, you're 13 again, and you're back in school as a 13 year old. Do you yearn for those, that, that opportunity, or would you not take that opportunity? I'd be, I'd be worried my outcome would change. Cause right now I'm on the precipice, you know, I'm married to a beautiful young woman. She's about to be a doctor. I'm locked in for a good life. Uh-huh. Uh, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to take, you know, if I was in a different situation, <laughs> I would maybe try to play the butterfly effect again and see what I could change. See, but I think right now I'm uh, playing out of my league. Well, you're only just one or you're always just one or two steps from the edge. So, you know, oh, and I feel most comfortable there, too. I will say that. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, look, realistically, if I re-roll, do you think I'm going to be in a better position at this time? Well, to, to me, it's always not even that. It's that you're going to get into a better position <laughs> sometimes. And this is maybe what someone says right before they kill themselves. I don't know. But I always think like it's not, a, you know, that would be cool because it's not even that I'm going to necessarily get it better. It's just I get to do it again and, and enjoy it. this. You know, you, you look back and, and at the time you were probably like, oh, I can't wait to get older. I can't wait to be 14 yeah. or 16. And then when you're 16, oh, I can't wait to be 18. And when you're 18, oh, I can't wait to be 21. And then when you're 21, oh, I can't wait to be you know 25 or whatever. And then um, when you get to all those ages, you're like, oh, actually, you know, when you're 21, you're like, oh, I, 18 was better. And when you're 18, oh, yeah. I wish I was 16. When you're 16, oh, yeah, I wish I was 13 again or whatever. So I, I would go back and at least this time I would, you could enjoy it and take it for what it is and, and, and just, re, you know, relive all those memories again. No, nothing changes. I don't think. So I right really- now you're in that state of life where you're, you're listening to like that Blink-182 song, <laughs> the Adam song. <laughs> You know, where the whole song is out. Shit was better. And he was 14. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, look, if anyone else is, you know, is, I think they're lying to themselves. If they're saying that, that they don't want to go back and not even change a thing. You just go back and just do it again. Uh, No, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It sucked then. I mean, it's it sucked then. Yeah. But you're, you're, it, awesome see, that, that's what it, it sucked then. But then your ID, your whole, you know, what you think, so, like now, if I, you know, now you think, oh, that stuff didn't really suck. It sucked then in the moment, but now yeah. you're like, oh, I actually didn't suck. That was actually pretty good. I think you don't think that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure. It's all relative. It's all relative. Yeah, and your whole scope of what could be good and what could be bad. But, but like, I will you know, say the daily grind of going home and just being with our parents that sucked. I wasn't. I guess we had kind of different childhoods. I don't. It wasn't quite the same. Oh, you are okay. Uh, uh, I had single parents. Put you yourself really in my shoes. Um, yeah, I'm talking single parents too. Put put yourself no, you, in my you shoes. You had some parents that were married. I had. I was just my older. Put yourself in my shoes. You come home and there's a homeless guy using the restroom. There's three black guys in your room and there's a tranny crackhead in the uh, spare uh, room. Okay. There were some I weird was, times, you know. I wasn't <laughs> very conscious for any of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to, uh, you know, to be a, uh, you know, to really just be more domesticated in a normal situation. <laughs> See, right when now. I was 13, that, that was not the case. I guess when you were a little bit older, that, that was the case. When I got to be 13, there was I had just two single parents. <laughs> they were making it work for, for themselves. Yeah, and it yeah, was fine. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think about it like Dropping that. Off, I, yeah, my experience was getting home. <laughs> no, my experience was uh, being outside for lunch break when I'm in high school, and my dad comes rolling up on a bicycle, <laughs> trying to that wave to get happened. my attention. Yes, it did. Trying to wave <laughs> to get my attention and pass on some urgent message or whatever <laughs> about some task I had to do. <laughs> that never happened. Okay. <laughs> On a bicycle? That I know I can't see that happening. Oh, you, he you, would walk. He would walk. You know he didn't have think. a car. 
So what do you think he skateboarded? Do you think he walked? What do you think he did? I think he walked. He seems like a walking guy to me. Nope. <laughs> well, the, you're you're okay. I guess we had different. You you that sucks, man. That sounds. I don't know, dude. I just like it wasn't bills. the worst thing in the world, but no, I don't want to go back. Look, paying bills and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know. Doesn't it always? Doesn't it feel like sometimes you're never gonna catch up? <laughs> uh, see, like I'm telling you, I mean. May, I'm at the precipice of something different. You know, uh, you, you can see where I'm coming from. I don't know. Because I feel like I'm more at a precipice than you are. And I, I still feel like, yeah, I'm never going to be able to catch up. This, I don't know. I did the, you know, I, mine I, is pretty know. much guaranteed. Yours is still, it's, mine is things, just a lot of things have to go yours. right, you know. Yeah, I guess. But I, I'm doing what I love. And a lot of people can't say that. I'm still like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever work out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still there. So, I, you know, I don't know. It's just where, you know, what we're at different stages of our life. And I don't yeah. know, I'm, you know, and I, I guess. guess it never ends because of my job. I, I get people who are 80 and decide they've had they've had enough of it and, and throwing the towel at 70, 75, 80. So maybe this feeling never stops. But yeah, so, so that's something to look forward to for the listeners. You know, it's day. funny. I recently and, and this and this is a shoot, too. I recently I, I hit some financial turmoil. And maybe that's another reason for these feelings. Uh, probably a big reason shoot or work. This is a shoot. I, right. And I don't you know, I don't do these very often. I like to keep the I keep kayfabe, you know, intact a lot of times. But this is a shoot. And, I look, uh, I'm looking at my guy and I'm telling him we're marking right. the time right now. This is a shoot. Go ahead. This is a shoot. And, uh, you know, and this is probably a reason for the feeling. This, honestly, if I'm being honest, this is probably a big reason for all these feelings. But I, I hit some uh, financial strife recently and, and uh, I was in a bit of turmoil, really. And I had to file for bankruptcy, chapter seven. You know, <laughs> I had to file chapter seven bankruptcy. You know what's hilarious about that? I just want to fill in the viewers. And that's a shoot. You know, I actually, I don't want to. I don't. I, it's not my place to shoot on you, so I'm gonna. I'll, I won't. I won't interrupt like I'm about to. Go ahead. Oh, okay. You're gonna make it personal. You know, yeah, clearly yeah. it was already very. Yeah, yeah. Very, I'm not going to. It's very raw already. <laughs> imagine, but, uh, imagine another wrestler coming in off camera. Uh, uh you know, while wrestlers are shooting. And it's a real dim and dark place, and he comes and shines even brighter light on it. That's what I was about to do. Uh, so yeah, yeah that's not do some that. drug ahead. addiction. Is, yeah, I was yeah. there when you were you were sucking dick to get those drugs. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, tell him the whole thing. <laughs> oh yeah, no. go ahead. Well, anyway, so yeah, you know, I recently, yeah, I recently filed chapter seven or chapter nine. I don't. And, know, and how old were you when you did this? Just a little perspective. <laughs> I was uh, I was I, I was twenty four years old. When I filed for my first bankruptcy, so probably some reason- kind of some kind of a uh, some kind of business that you put everything into failed or something like that, you know. Yeah, I, it was more of the old fashioned, just the old fashioned way. If you file bankruptcy, you went too many iPhones. <laughs> you just yeah. you just are losing more money than you're making every week. So when they you- announced the iPhone 13, I kind of <laughs> said to myself, I was like, you know, this might really be it. Oh, D Raz is, is gonna get that. That's gonna get is gonna get that. He's gonna set himself on a. Uh, yeah well that's exactly well that's exactly what happens it started you know that's startlingly enough that is exactly what happened and anyway so you know eventually you just have nowhere to turn you have no you have literally no (laughs) options and you have to file for bankruptcy yeah and uh you know they say you know this is going to be you know you're going to be you know seven seven years are going to go by Mm -hmm. until this is gone this is going to follow you for a long time but when you have no options, that's what you, you know, you have, you're willing, you'll, you'll do it, willing to take any of it, you know. I was willing to do it where that bankruptcy stays on my record forever. Uh, if, if, you know, you guys can just take care of this small amount of debt that I 
can't can't seem to pay back. To just to just for the viewers out there, can you give us a ballpark? It was. I mean, really, it was. I'm joking to say it was. You know, it wasn't several thousand dollars that put me in a bad spot. It, it was. You know, it, it was six. It was a. It wasn't six, but it was. Cl- it was a very high five figures. Five. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, <laughs> okay. So okay. So over ten grand. We're talking. It was about. well over ten grand. Okay. That that uh, <laughs> I mean, we filed for yeah, bank. yeah, yeah, and it's not that I don't think I could ever pay back one day. I just think, <laughs> what? <laughs> why even bother doing that? Just, just Kenny, at least for the viewers, if you don't mind, you know, I, I don't want to walk in all over your shoot over and over. But can you tell them sure. who this money is owed to? You don't have to say how much, but just just so they get an idea, you know, like I said, is it some business you had that kind of the customer mm-hmm. stopped coming or COVID really hurt your? business or what was it that that well this uh, actually started this was a couple couple years before covid (laughs) (laughs) is when this all started Uh, and i gotta say we're on a classic super fight freaks episode (laughs) talking about our personal financial strife not after after 10 20 second of of, uh (laughs) of nothing uh talk about the fight the zero analysis yeah, this year, man, literally <laughs> mispronouncing the names of the two fighters and then talking about some playgrounds and then, yeah, you yeah, yeah. kill yourself or what? And then the guy's like, why do you want to kill yourself? Well, you did bankruptcy. So <laughs> that's how the episode goes. <laughs> okay. All right. So what are these institutions that are crippling you? Well, so, and, and I'm a, con- you know, I'm pretty conservative. Uh, I- I'm very conservative, probably. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, you know, ironically enough, though, I take, you know, I am I am a kin I have a kinship with a lot of those, you know, people talk about the healthcare industry and I, I don't yeah. quite understand what they say is wrong with it, but I agree with them. And uh, you know, it was just I owed money to a hospital and um and it wasn't, you know, they they performed the service and 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 I needed a surgery and they gave me the surgery and took care of me, but uh, it was just too much money. And then um this was several years before COVID, and I was able to skip town and uh, move and all right. Uh, so one's a hospital, what else you got? Was that I owed money. Well, I owed money. The big one was I owed money to a hospital. I owed a lot. Of, I owed quite a bit of money to a hospital. Mm-hmm. On top of that, there were several other things I owed money. You know, I, I rear-ended a lady and owed her uh, a large sum of money as well. Uh, and I believe that was her fault. But uh, there, there was a, a car wreck that left two cars totaled, and uh, she wanted some money for that. And uh, you know, I, you know, that's neither here nor there. She sued yeah. me. There was a lawsuit. Uh, and there was lit- there was litigation and I wasn't uh, I didn't I never made it to court or anything. I never intended to pay. And uh, that one was out of spite. You know, even if I had the money for that one, I don't think I, I, I would have rather taken the hit on that. Yeah, I wasn't going to pay her. And then um, I know, you know, I had a I had a Cox, uh, like a Wi-Fi router. I never returned. And uh, just, <laughs> so a bunch just, of now other smaller things, you just know, brick or brack. Yeah, yeah. yeah you DVDs know. now clothes kind of just. Yeah. A couple of payday loans that weren't ever, you know, whatever. So just here and there, random things. And it just eventually, you know, all right. all, all, in totality, it became you know, well over. You know, well over ten thousand. You know, you know, well over thirty thousand. I would say it, it was, it was all a right, lot. All right. Um. So, where are you now? You, 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 you did the bankruptcy. You thought about ending it all. You're still here. Where are you now financially? Is all that done and forgiven? Is that how it works? Uh. Well, you know, they uh, you do the bankruptcy, and there, there, people I dealt with were very nice. There was a lot of lawyers, and you know, they didn't, they didn't seem, they didn't make me feel bad about it, or. And we feel like, well, you, you, you're something else you should do. I just told him the situation, like, yeah, we can get it done. 
So, you know, you file for bankruptcy, you go with a lawyer. Uh, you know, what's funny to me is now I'm paying money to the lawyer. Uh, it's, you know, it's like several thousand dollars to file a bankruptcy. And uh, some, now I'm making like uh, like a monthly payments to them. So that's going to have to be a second bankruptcy or uh, <laughs> yeah, was, pay well, what happens if I default? What happens if I default on these payments? Does the bankruptcy not count or <laughs> I wonder what happens. So now I'm making payments to those lawyers and uh, there's actually, you know, it's funny. I think this is so funny. And this is the whole story. I really didn't want to get into this, but it's funny because there's a lot of uh, education courses you have to take. You have to pay for them too. They're not expensive, but you have to pay uh, before you file for bankruptcy. You have to take this long. It's like five hours worth of coursework. That oh you, just, you know what you're doing. Yeah, it's a long. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, and then now afterwards for it to count for the bankruptcy to take, you have to do a debtor education course afterwards. It shows after you did your bankruptcy, you know, you know are you going to start? And it's a bunch of things like, you know, you're going to start saving your money. Are you going to start making a budget? Yeah. You need Stuff like that. And that's another like five hours. And I'm currently working on that. And I have a bunch of, e- and I've been busy with the fights and all kinds of things. And I've been getting a bunch of emails like, hey, we, we really need you to finish that course. So, you know, final notice, final, not final notice, but hey, this is our fifth time reaching to you. Like, we really need you mm-hmm. to finish that course. And uh, I told him I'm going to get to it. So I'm getting to that. But uh, I just, the reason I brought this up is because uh, you said, you know, there's people, or I want to say that, you know, when I, this is kind of embarrassing, but when I was at the court uh, to do, you have to go see a judge and he's going to ask you, would you, you know, why, why, are you, why are you filing for bankruptcy? And you got to talk to him. Uh, th- this was over the phone because it was during COVID. Finally, like I said, all the, all the debt, the major debt was incurred well before COVID, but yeah. by the time, you know, the courts are backed up. So just by the time I got to see it in front of a judge, it, it COVID had pretty much been finished. But, uh, <laughs> I uh, was seeing the judge and I was on the phone and uh, you're in this phone call and you're just waiting. So he said, you don't speak until he says your name. And there's a bunch of other, you're just in there with a bunch of other people filing bankruptcy. So you're hearing all these other people's stories of, uh, <laughs> yeah. while, while they're filing for bankruptcy. And, you know, it's someone made, it made me kind of feel good because there was a lot of people, you know, you know, and I don't want to say anyone's real name. I'm not going to give anyone's real name out there, but I heard some stories and the guy and he's like, you know, the judge will ask you, was this your first time filing for bankruptcy? And, you know, the judge knows because he's got the paper right there. He knows it's not. And so, the, you know, I've heard people say, no, this, you know, I filed once in 2000, uh, filed again in 2009, and I'm, I'm filing again right now. And so, you know, <laughs> so, so some of those people, you know, it's all I'm saying is it could be worse. And, you know, for some people, you file bankruptcy once, you think it's the end. Uh, but you can come right back and you can lose it all again, you know. Nice, nice. And, and Donald Trump, you know, he filed for bankruptcy several times. Yeah, yeah. And look at him. And look at him. Yeah. So, all right, man. So there's that. So there, that's that. That's the DRAS. Uh, that, that's where he's at right now financially. Um, okay. All right. Well, you know, better to get in those lumps now, I guess. That's what they were saying. That's what everyone was saying. And look, if I make it one day, if, if I can make it big one day. I think this will be, you know, this will even be a better, this will make it an even better chapter in the book that, you know, right. it was facing, you know, you know, some people say they're poor or, you know, I, I came from nothing. Look, I, you know, the, yeah, I was, I had such a negative amount of money that the you know, bank had to come in and just say, okay, forget it. Just get out of here. They <laughs> sent me home. That's how low I was that I owed right. so much money that they didn't even, they, it was so much. They said, okay, you don't even have to pay this back. Just forget it. Because right. they know it's never going to happen. That, that was a uh, that was the freaks on finance. 
That was the um, freak on finance. Let's bring it back to the fights. Uh, so, so look, last week. <laughs> well, what would have, you have done? Would you? What would you have done? In I would situation? have not gotten in that situation. You would have not gotten in that situation. Yeah, no. Oh, whoop de do for you. It's yeah. so easy. Uh, I've taken one payday loan, I think, in my life, and I paid it back immediately. What did you use the payday loan for? Um, I think it was something like urgent bill I needed and didn't have any any cash or whatever. Long time ago, but yeah. All right. I needed to, I, I had to get a new belt. So, <laughs> uh, I, I believe that. And that is a shoot, too. Um, it's a shoot. I say, yeah, everyone in the family, I have way nicer belts than uh, than than the F-Town Hitler. I have no, way no, nicer it, belts. Then that's a shoot also. There's no contest. So, um, yeah, you know, pick your battles. Exactly. Um, I am, I had not declared bankruptcy. I guess that's my little, that's my <laughs> that's little, your, your moral victory, my little pawn. Yeah. Your little moral victory. All right. Uh, so like yeah, yesterday, uh, last weekend, last month, UFC 366, um, J- who was it? Um, Colby Covington versus Judas Messias. Okay. So <laughs> Stephen, A. Stephen A. Smith. That's how only the most autistic wrestling fans would have, uh, Oh, you dropped a Judas Messiah. You really just exposed yourself with something like that. <laughs> you know, as soon as I said it, I thought, I think that is some kind of shitter. That's why that was in my subconscious. That yeah, is a wrestler. TNA yeah. wrestler or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, so so that fight. I think that uh, was Abyss's brother or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, our guy, Stephen A. Smith, longtime freaks. We know we go way back with him. We're mm-hmm. big fans of Stephen yeah, A. Yeah. Smith. Producer and, on the show for a while. And, yeah, yeah, and so ESPN, uh, they're talking about this Covington versus Judas bullshit, you know, they're talking about the fight, and you know it's going to go well when Max Kellerman has to start every MMA topic by saying he's been a fan since UFC 1, you know, you like, that, that's when oh, you're yeah, about yeah. to hear some real shit. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith, he's beyond that. We Basically, that know. means he saw UFC 1, and that was the last Yeah, UFC he saw one. a UFC 1 clip on YouTube, you know, six, <laughs> seven years ago. yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, our boy Stephen A. Smith, he don't even bother with that. We already know he know. Um, so this is what he said. Okay, so I, I guess uh, Mas, uh, Masvidal said uh, that, you know, his wrestling wasn't. That's what he said in the post fight, that his wrestling was flat and uh, it just wasn't up to par. You know, today the wrestling just wasn't there for him. Yada, yada, yada. You know, that's why yeah. the fight played out the way it did. And our boy Stephen A. Smith, you know, that's my motherfucking yucca. Uh, Stephen uh-huh. A. Smith, he said. He said, "My nigga, f- <laughs> he said, how the fuck you not ready for a wrestling match? Come on, nigga. How the fuck you not ready for a wrestling match? And so that's uh, what Stephen A. Smith said. I just wanted to talk about that for a second. You know, and look, Stephen A. Smith, I am a big <laughs> fan of yours. But I think it's not so ready that a motherfucker wasn't ready for the wrestling match. It's just the what are you going to do to stop it? I think there's I think there's two different things. I think they're tangentially related. It's knowing that that's probably going to happen. And then it's also being able to stop it. So I think, you know, what my boy, my dude, my guy, Stephen A. Smith, don't realize mm-hmm. is uh, Conrad Covington. He's been wrestling <laughs> since he was a little baby boy at high levels, collegiate, high school. That's yeah. kind of been his thing. So you D1. can compare. Yeah. So you can try to bridge that gap in 16 weeks. And you're kind of not going to be able to. It's not really up to you. You know, there are a lot of other factors are going to go into play. Now, you well, can I don't have know a if fight where... I, mean, I think he's been working on his wrestling probably for a long time. Well, let's but... say two, three years, four years, six years, eight years. It's just not... It doesn't matter. Yeah, you'll never be able to catch up. Yeah, that, that, that bridge is not going to be uh, um, Ever closed, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, you know, we can have a situation where I could say, D-Raz, uh, Frampton Faggot, listen up. This next guy you're going to fight, you're, not, you're probably not going to be able to put him out. Mm-hmm. He's going to put a lot of pressure on you. 
and it's probably going to get into deep water. So we need to make sure you're ready to be conditioned. Now that's a bridge that we might be able to cross. That's a gap. We might be able to close. We can kind of prepare for that. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, but if I say, Hey, this guy's just a really fucking good jab. He has just a really good, this he's very, very, those are things that it's like, you know, that just kind of is. And uh, as much as I like my boy, my man, my guy, my dude, Stephen A. Smith, I think he needs to realize that on so many other people, you just can't prepare for the wrestling. Well, you know, Teddy Atlas said it best, as he always does, man. Like I said, I, I think that guy is special. It's going to be a sad day when we lose him because he, he really has a mind for not just boxing, but for fighting. He has a great mind for it. Yeah. And he said on his podcast, uh, he had Chael Sonnen and Anthony Smith, uh, UFC fighter, Chael Sonnen and Anthony Smith, as well as Ken Rideout, his co-host on there. And they all spoke about the fights. And he was the one who said that, you know, the wrestling was good. And he's like, you know, I'm sure he prepared for it. He's like, but, you know, I actually think he's like, I'm going to say something. You know, I think he prepared too much for it. He's like, you know, I think he was worried a little too much about it that, you know, he was like, I, I don't think he'll be able to, he's like, you know, I don't think he'll ever be able to out wrestle him. And he focused a little too much on that and, and probably trained too much for wrestling. And it took away from what he was able to, you know, what he was going to be able to do uh, the best, which was, you know, his, his striking and, and, and his keeping him at distance and boxing with him. You know, he, he kind of put that to the wayside to focus on the wrestling and, and it, it, it made him kind of null and void. He, he didn't, he, he was outstruck. He was out wrestled. He was out everything. It's like, if he would have just focused more on doing what he does best, you know, he, I don't know if he would have won, but he would have had more success and that would have been his best chances focusing on what he does best. And I think that's true. You know, if you said yeah. I was going to fight someone who's a really, you know, he's going to be great distance, great boxer. So you can't let him out jab. You can't let him out jab you out there. You know, there has to be a time when he's like, yeah, well, you know, fuck the jab. Right? You're going to, you yeah. know, just fucking forget it. Just go out there and try to tear his head off. Just tear his head off. And if you can tear his head off, you're going to win. I know that for a fact. If you hit him hard, you're going to win. So just fuck it. You know, he does his jab good and and don't even worry about it. That that You're going to lose that battle every time. Yeah, I think it's something you see often, you know, especially when you go up against there, especially in boxing, you know, when, you, when you're going to fight a, a Floyd Mayweather, you know, so many guys fight to not get counter. They end up not throwing a lot of punches. They end up. Uh, uh, really playing into Floyd's strength. And you look at a guy like Mike Donna, mm-hmm, you know, who, exactly. you know, he's a shitter in 10 different degrees, but he, but he's also pretty savage in a couple of degrees. And mm-hmm. a guy like him, you know, especially in the first fight, you could tell the way he was fighting. I don't give a fuck if you counter me. I don't give a fuck if y'all jab me. I'm going to keep just wheeling and dealing in these overhand rights and looping strikes. And we're going to see what the fuck happens. And it was a very close fight. You know? And he had a lot of success. Yeah. He had a lot of success, and, he's, and you see that kind of archetype play itself out uh, over and over and over. But, yeah, you know, if, if you look at, a, a, like, Masvidal's performance, um, you know, let's say the Nate Diaz fight, for example, right? So, so you know, that, that, that's, a, that, that's a tailor-made fight for Masvidal. Masvidal's good on the ground. Nate Diaz is good on the ground grappling-wise, not wrestling, but grappling-wise. And, and so the fight's going to play itself on, on the feet. And mm-hmm. Masvidal looked elite on the feet there. I mean, beautiful blending of kicks punches yeah. and he kind of did distance. gas. Yeah, great distance and he kind of did gas towards the end, but you really saw all facets of the game. You saw Diaz be countered when when he tried to approach. When Diaz sat back, he got battered. Uh, it, it really was coming from all angles. You know, Kobe Covington could not put on that kind of striking display with Nate Diaz. He, he just can't. It, it wouldn't maybe he would win, maybe he wouldn't blah blah blah, but it wouldn't look that good. It wouldn't look that nice, it wouldn't look that powerful, right? Clearly, Masvidal is better standing than, than Colby Covington. But, yeah, exactly what uh, Teddy Allison, what you were saying, you know, he's so worried about the grappling. And, look, these guys training together for years. He, he had to know that was going to happen. 
he probably knew there's a high degree of certainty that it's going to happen. I am going to be yeah. grapple fucked. And yeah. he just played too much to avoid that. And he really should have just said, fuck it. And, and, and look, what was, what was, he, worried about? What was but... he worried about happening? If he, 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 you know, he didn't commit 100% to the standup. Um, a lot of people say, you know, he did lose on the standup. Yeah, he did lose on the standup, but because he, 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 in my opinion, he, he was holding himself back. But why was he holding himself back, D-Raz? Why did he not let go full? What was he worried about? He was worried about getting taken down. And what ended up happening anyways? He got taken down. He got taken down. You know, you see the train mm. coming, you're backing up. You're trying to create space while backing up. It's not going to work. Yeah, you yeah. should have just thrown caution to the wind because the same thing was going to happen anyways. You know? And that's another thing uh, Teddy Alice said that uh, he was surprised. He was like, Mazadal, you said that. He's like, and he said the train thing. He's like, and he was going straight back. Now, I, know, I know that's not what you were talking about, but I just think it was interesting. He said, that, you know, he was going straight back. Uh, every time is you know he would have benefited a lot from a sidestep he was like he, he would go straight back and get caught with the last punch that, that uh covington would loop a lot and he was like that was another thing i would have told him he's like you'd benefit a lot from a sidestep and he's like and even in wrestling he was like you know i think that would have helped a little bit just being off-centered a little bit would would have helped instead of going straight back and it went over everyone's head for, you know even the, the yeah other i mean we talked shit about izzy ababongo um all the time, you know, and I will never stop talking shit about him. The guy is an absolute shitter. He is a piece of shit. He is a faggot wow. and a degenerate. Yeah. Among yeah. other things. And um, he doesn't belong where he's at and he, and he does need to be eliminated. But I, I will pay him this compliment. You know, I saw it was on what, what you know, either Vine, Facebook, Instagram, Tweedo, something like that. Robin mm-hmm. Whitaker, you know, uh, our boy Robin uh, was... <laughs> was talking after the rematch and he said you know everybody says to take down a babongo you know that it's so easy and then he was like you know if it was so easy then everybody would be taking him down and there's something to be said for that because izzy Ababongo, not only does he play the distance game well he does sidestep a lot and yeah. just like anderson silva if you're sidestepping a lot that is going to take a wrestler out of his game the, the worst thing you do against a wrestler is back straight up because guess what the shot is going to come straight forward straight forward you're going yeah, to shoot yeah. further than you're going to be able to back up you know um yeah sidestep and the same thing with boxing it's the same principle yeah. of boxing i mean if you're going straight back you're still in the line of fire the teddy has something the train is still coming the train's still going to get you he's like maybe it'll get you uh, a couple of yards down the track but it's still going to get you you got to step off the track step to the yeah. side same thing here you know same thing with the wrestling so and it's got like yeah like izzy con mcgregor when he was at his peak nullified a lot of wrestlers i think and that, and see i think he had tremendous full tremendous lateral movement that uh he would fight top level wrestlers and i think they were really ineffective yeah i agree chad mendez eddie alvarez comes to mind you know those guys uh, you know had nothing for him and i, I think it's and especially the, against those guys at his best when he did have his opportunity standing he didn't give a fuck no and, and he, you can't he, and you he, can't he let you know i don't care. care if you take me down either and i thought Maslow would be another guy like that i think he's a guy who is mentally really strong and mentally tough and doesn't give a fuck and i think he would have gone for I thought, you know, he he would go for broke when he had the opportunity, and he didn't. Even that moment where, you know, I think people were playing it up in the fourth round. I don't know if you saw where he rocked Covington. Yeah, yeah. People were playing that up. I don't think he rocked him that bad. I, I don't think he was that hurt. Well, I think he was pretty hurt, but I think Masvidal was exhausted already. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, and I, I, I don't even think Masvidal was pleased to have done that. I think he just wanted to go par for course the rest of the way out. I, I think he was. You know, Anthony out. Smith said a good, had a good line actually about that. And he yeah. said that when that happened, I don't know if you heard it, but Anthony yeah. Smith on the Teddy Atlas, uh, this was on the Teddy Atlas podcast. He said that, you know, he heard. Are we him, talking to Anthony Smith from the Glover to Sheriff fights? From the Glover to Sheriff fight. From okay. The, I didn't from the John was, Jones beating fame. I didn't realize he's an analyst now. 
Well, I guess all yeah. the UFC guys are analysts. They all throw in a suit. Yeah, it's so weird. There's so many okay. random right. boxers on the PBC who are analysts, and there's so many random UFC fighters who are analysts. But he came off to me really smart. You know, okay. Chael Sonnen, right. who I love, I really like Chael Sonnen, probably my favorite analyst. He's a lot more of a comedic, a provocateur. He speaks very hyperbolic. Anthony Smith. He's not a devil's advocate, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a lot. Yeah, and he does a lot of stuff. It's a lot. It's a very fun listen for Chael Sonnen. It's like thought provoking, but I don't know if it's very good in the way of like analysis, really. A lot of times it's just, let me ask you this question. And you just kind of think about it like, I mean, I guess that's true. But this this Anthony Smith guy, I don't know what college he went to. He doesn't look like he graduated high school, but he uh, came off really articulate to me, really smart. And he said that, you know, when uh, when uh, uh, Masvidal rocked him right there, he was like, you know, there was two op- there was two options that probably went through his head. He said, you know, I could empty the tank right now and try to finish him. I could try to win this fight. He was like, or that excuse me excuse me he said or that um i can take this opportunity to catch my breath i can that this i can rock him get him off me and, yep. and i can at least take this opportunity to get my win and save it for later yes. and he's like you know that's just two different mindsets that am i going to empty it all right now where my chances or am i going to try to recuperate some energy so i have more for later because i won't be able to get him out of here he's like and that's a mentality that's a mental thing and he's like and mentally you can see mazel which is like okay cool i can use this what's the easier it. option mentally and you've been there a thousand times yeah i've been there a thousand times a thousand times and yeah i've been there a thousand times and all in five and everything i've been there a thousand times and what's always i heard a guy yeah and i heard him and i'm like oh well i'll just hurt him again later let me just yeah. use this energy and save it and maybe if i heard him again later i'll do it later and what do you think about at night what do you always wish you could take back i wish you could take those moments yeah you're gonna be those are some of the most painful things to really think about because it's like man it could be so different if i just wouldn't have done that it it, it, i don't know it's it's and it's the hardest thing in the world it's like being in the desert yeah yeah you know turning down what you know it takes a lot of willpower to really like okay i'm gonna put myself over the limit of expenditure i'm gonna have a heart attack right now that, that's I, the one I'm, thing i'll say I, I i will always hate i will never root for deandre wildland but you look at deandre you look at a guy like that that is a guy who we've seen over and over and over always gambles it on red yeah, he'll throw it all on red in that moment and i, and I respect that and, and yeah and, and, and that's a hard thing to do that's a very that's, hard thing to do and, and, a, and he's and he does it every time that yeah. i've seen and i and i respect that I do respect that too, and because especially being there, you know, like all that, and, and like you said, like a guy like Masvidal, who I think, oh yeah, that guy, yeah. So Dion Winston, it. we might not be fans of him, but we, we respect him. I have to respect that, yeah. And then you yeah. see a guy like Masvidal, he, he took the easier option, which you know, ninety nine point nine nine percent of even tough guys like fighters, even they would take the option, like oh, and that's why Dre Wyland, that's why he was even, um, you know, not being so skilled was still dangerous. <laughs> yeah he is i mean you're joking he yeah, is yeah, dangerous yeah. he's yeah. still dangerous and you know i also think it's the level the quality of uh competing heavyweights are well, very that, and that and that is damon winston look at his knockout ratio it's high i think his name is damon waynes i think but uh <laughs> yeah he yeah his knockout ratio is high he loses to the he lost to the very best but look i'd like to see him against that uh the uh Anthony Jojo guy or, or yeah, Anthony the, Go, uh, Gojo. Yeah. yeah. Anthony Gojo. Yeah. I'd like to see him versus <laughs> that guy. I think, I think he could beat him. I think yeah. he can beat him because that's a guy who won't get, you know, that's I, I think now I, I would, I, I would still want to see that fight. Oh, of course. I think and that I, fight, I, I, I think now they uh, both lost. I think it's re- regained some of its uh, luster. Now they and, both I, and lost. I think Aiden John wins. Is, I do think he wins. 
You think uh, a, a Jongo or whatever wins? Yes, I do think he wins. I think he wins early, too. No, I, I think the American wins. All right. All right. Wow, I'm surprised to hear you say that. Yeah, no, I think the American wins. Yeah. The jo- JoJo guy, look, he doesn't have any heart. He's willing He's willing to lose. He's willing to be made a bitch, and he's yeah. been made a bitch a bunch of times. The uh, the Damon Wayans, he's not – you admit you have to admit he's not going to be a made a bitch in there. And I heard he's he retired. Did you see that? Apparently everybody's saying he retired. He made like a Vine post or an Instagram video or something and saying he retired. Oh, I didn't know that. But okay, we'll, all right. Well, if that's the case, then I guess it's over for him. But I, I could have been a psyop. I, I don't know. We'll see. Know. I doubt. I doubt he would retire. He, he he's still got plenty of big fights. And oh, oh so well, I, got you, I interrupted you over and over and over. What were you trying to say earlier? I don't even remember it. We can yeah. move on. All right, we'll move on. It's a good fight. Hey, Covington, Masvidal, good fight. Masvidal lost. Covington won. It was a good fight. Yeah, and I'm really like it, it's so funny. People keep saying uh, Covington, he's just so boring. He's so like that to me. That wasn't a boring fight. That's the Usman fight yeah, were wars. The Lawler fight wasn't the most exciting thing in the world, but it, it, it was action. It was there was action good enough. I mean, I don't. He wasn't. He doesn't wrestle that fuck boring. people like they act. Like maybe no. he used to. He has graduated from. He doesn't necessarily wrestle fuck people. He drowns I, people. I still think though. Like uh, I went back and I watched the St. Pierre uh, matchup recently. Yeah, I think St. Pierre eats Covington alive. I think he eats Usman alive. Um, it's, Look, it's pretty it's, crazy. If you go back, I challenge anybody to do this. If it's been a while, go back on YouTube and watch John Fitch versus St. Pierre. And you tell me where these guys are better than St. Pierre. At. I don't know. If, I don't think they're better wrestlers. St. Pierre got takedowns against very talented grapplers in open space. Covington did not get a lot of take. I, I have no doubt. No, Covington that loves pressing people up against the wall. He has to press That's, people that's what Usman does, too. And I have yeah. no doubt that if Masvidal would have fought uh, St. Pierre, he would have spent that fight on his back, St. Pierre and his guard. That's how I would have finished him. Maybe not finish him. I don't think okay, he St. Pierre didn't have to finish. Yeah, he, he stopped trying to finish people after but a while. He would have been on his back in the center of the octagon over and over and over. And had St. Pierre wanted to stand up and play that game, I think he would have beat Masvidal like that, too. I mean, he had such a great jab. Great jab. Yep. Oh, my I God. The leg kicks, jab. everything. It was a karate high kick. That was really good. He had the great jab. So he was a great boxer. It was a high fight IQ. And then a great wrestler. You know, you know look. Yeah, but and if anyone who knows anyone who knows what they're talking about, anyone who's been around the game as long as we have and knows what they're talking about, I think we'll admit like, okay, you're saying it like, oh, he would beat Masvidal or he would beat Covington or he would beat Usman. Okay, oh well, because I think I think he's one of the best, probably the best welterweight and one of the best fighters of all time. So yeah, okay, exactly, it's, and it's no big shame. It's not yeah, I don't think there's any shame in that. Yeah. I don't think it means that Usman or Covington are shit because I don't think those guys are shit. I just think that. Uh, St. Pierre is probably the one of the, if not the best fighter of all time. He's top three best fighter of all time. Yeah. And really, he, he was a complete fighter, and he showed it when he came back, uh, I don't know, after seven years or whatever, and he fought the champion, Bisbing, who was a weak champion, but was a champion, you know, fair and square. Yeah, I counted. Uh, and he beat the fuck out of him pretty easily. Uh, I always think about, you know, like, speaking of that, like, we you look at Bisping, he's like, yeah, I guess it counted. Like, you knew he wasn't the best guy. I, yeah. I really look back at that lightweight title that Connor had. And it's like so clear that Connor would never have been the lightweight champion. Like, okay, like that Connor versus Eddie Alvarez fight was put together in the last minute for interim title. It wasn't it was put together for the real title? Yeah, but I mean, nobody beat anybody for that title. What, what are you talking about? Alvarez beat uh, he beat Dos Anjos for that title. Did Eddie Alvarez beat Dos Anjos for that title? 
Yeah, and Dos Anjos beat uh, 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 Showtime for that title. That was the lineage. Is that how it played out? Yeah, it was uh, Benson Henderson was the champion, defended it once or twice. Man, that seems like so long ago. I know. I, I actually, you know what? I, I wouldn't have challenged you on this, but I've recently. No, got I'm, on I'm this sure kick. you're right. I've recently got on this kick of looking up because uh, I, I, you know, I look at a boxer so many times and I, I no longer think it's, I mean, it'd be, of course, this would be a great, great blessing. This would be an amazing, amazing blessing to win a boxing world title. But I think like, oh man, to really leave a legacy, you have to at least defend it one time. And I was looking at all the boxing champions that all they ever did was win the belt once and then they lost in their very next fight. And there's a lot of guys that have done that. And so then I was like, yeah, that probably doesn't happen to the UFC too many times because you're usually when you're the UFC champion, you know, that's the right guy. There's no politics. It's usually the right guy. So I was looking to see how, how many times has someone just won the title once, they won the belt, and they lost it in their very next fight. And it's happened. I mean, it, it's happened uh, quite a few times. It's happened. But I went back and looked, and so I was looking at all the weights, and I, I went through and looked at the lineage of all the weights. And, yeah, the way it goes for lightweight, uh, it was uh, Frankie Edgar – of course, so we'll go. When it was BJ Penn was the long range, you know, he was the like really long. Yeah, champion. then it went to Frankie Edgar. Then Frankie Edgar, then Benson Henderson, and then Benson Henderson defended a couple times, lost it to Showtime Pettis. And yeah, that that was that this was like 13, 14 years then ago. Showtime Pettis against Melendez, he defended. He defended against Melendez, but then he lost to uh on Dos Anjos, got worked by Dos Anjos. And then Dos Anjos, I think, defended it once or twice. I know he fought Cerrone, uh, Cerrone. yeah, and fucked him up real fast. And okay, then, yeah, I guess you're right, huh? Los just lost it to Alvarez. And then Alvarez, the reason I bring it up is because Alvarez lost it and his, he never defended it. He lost it in his very next fight. So he won the belt one time, and then in his very next fight, he lost it to Connor. So Connor was the champion, but I do oh, Okay, agree you're him. right, you're right. What I was thinking was in my head, no, you are right. I stand corrected. What I was thinking of in my head was that that title shot should have probably went to Khabib at that point. And then had yeah. Khabib had that fight, he would have won. And Connor would have never had that title, but okay, no, what what you said is fair. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I respect that. Yeah, yeah. See, so I, I think Eddie Alvarez, yeah, Eddie Alvarez lost it in his very next fight to Connor, and Connor was a champion who also never defended it. But I do agree with you that it is one of those things where, like, oh, I, I think Khabib probably would have beaten both of them uh, at any point. He probably would have beaten Alvarez easily, and he definitely would have beaten. He did beat Connor. So, you know, it is. But uh, Connor, you know, he got it the right time. Just the same way I do feel with Bisbing, that Bisbing did earn it. You know, he was on like a four-fight win streak, and then he beat Luke Rockhold. And then he even did defend the belt. He defended the belt against Dan Henderson. Uh, but I do think that, yeah, I think uh, George St. Pierre would have had a much harder time had he had to fight Robert Whitaker or had he had to fight any of the other contenders at the time. And he was fortunate that Bisbing was the champion because I think Bisbing was a very beatable champion. Yeah, and that's why I think it's set up so nicely for our boy Kamza, Hamza, whatever you fuck you want to call him, is because, you know, look, Usman is legitimate. Uh, uh, I do like how he's defended the title, you know, whatever. But to me, he just clearly looks like a guy who was kind of already on his way out, like when he got the title. A lot of injuries. He's getting up there in age. His fight style has already age. changed. And other than him, it's like, and I guess you could say Covington, but I think Covington is also now on the latter side of his career. It's like, dude, it is wide open. Like the only guys in welterweight are um, either shitters, never win, or guys who were who are like in contention three or four years ago. So it's like it's just the land is ripe for Hamza. Where I think four or five years ago in that same division, that's not the case. Uh, yeah, I mean Usman. I think Usman and Covington yeah, are the two best guys, and Usman, I, you know, I don't necessarily like him personally. 
But I have to say, yeah, he, he, I mean, he's the champion. You know, whoever you put in front of them, he has definitively beaten them, I believe. And, and I, I think he's the guy. So I don't think that's a gimme fight like you're acting. Like it's so, you know, I we'll have to see it happen. I don't think it's so gimme. But uh, if this Cosmo guy can blow through Usman easily, then, yeah, I think he, he then that's it for the welterweight division because there's not anyone else I think who's um, – reasonably close to Usman's ability. All right, let's talk about some wrestling news real quick. Um, uh, famous shitter, Biggie. Um, uh, former champion. Yeah, Biggie, broke neck, what think? I Actually, did you see the video of him breaking his neck? No, I saw a picture of it. I, I couldn't find the video. Oh, I think yeah, I guess it happened at a house show or something. I, I don't know. but I think it happened on SmackDown. Well, is, I think it happened yesterday. It happened yesterday, I think. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. When I, whenever I was trying to look it up, all I could find was like, it looked like lost, like a found footage film, you know, where it was like I'm looking at the crowd reaction and, you know, it was just like cell phone footage. So I figured oh. I thought it was at some like house show or something. No, well, maybe I don't know. The, the, it was it was Grayson Waller. It was a belly to belly suplex, right? That you saw. Grayson Waller. Who the fuck? Isn't that that country singer? Oh, no, said no, nigger? No. stop. No, uh, it's not. Uh, his name's not Grayson Waller. His name is. Uh, Wasn't there so a country I, singer who said that? Grayson Waller. Who, who yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember he was at a concert and he said it, right? I don't know, but uh, I remember something. That, that was Grayson Waller, wasn't it? They all say it. I don't right. know. Grayson Chance, maybe? Mm. I don't know. No, no. Uh, man, it Never was the, Grayson Waller. Okay. Maybe it wasn't Grayson Waller. It was one of the... I'm I'm blanking on his name. He's teaming up with Sheamus. But it was a belly-to-belly suplex that you saw, right? Or did you see something I else? saw a picture, dude. I couldn't tell anything. Did it look like it was from a belly-to-belly I suplex? I guess, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, no, I saw the video. The video was uh, savage to see. <laughs> I feel like the video was That's tough. That's great, dude. Because Big E is a big guy. and he I don't know whose fault this was. I got to assume on a belly-to-belly suplex, it's your own fault because you didn't jump off. You have to jump. I mean, the other guy has to th- throw you too, I guess. But I think that's more on you than him. I don't know. But there was maybe some miscommunication. It looked regular. But, yeah, he just didn't get nearly enough rotation. And he rotated probably about 30 degrees. Like, let's say you're standing on your feet. Yeah. And I rotated you 30 degrees. So he probably rotated maybe more. He rotated 45 degrees and landed just straight up, straight on his head, like diagonal. Like he diagonally, his feet were in there and diagonal. That's yeah, 45. All right. His head uh, snapped on the ground. Yeah, it looked nice. brutal. And then he landed. And then when he landed on his back, it was kind of like uh, when Tank Abbott knocks him, be out and they're all stiff. That's how he looked. <laughs> That's sick, and, dude. Yeah, I'm to check that out. Yeah, I got to check it out. It's pretty cool. And then, uh, so yeah, his neck's broken. So maybe we're done with these because I don't watch wrestling, but I, every time I see the New Day in my purview, I, I hate the New Day. I hate that gimmick. They've ruined it. And so, I don't know, maybe they'll stop doing it. <laughs> because of that. <laughs> oh, maybe they'll stop doing it. I mean, we got to stop doing this, guys. It's, not, it's getting guys well, the biggie, hurt. If I was a big E, I'd maybe think about retiring because uh, that, that, that looks scary and I don't know. I mean, you got to – I don't know. Like, it's, it's tough to say, but, look, when All Stone right. Cold in, – in, in the attitude there, when Stone Cold's the champion or when The Rock or The Undertaker, any of those guys, I bet those people could feel like, man, I'm the guy. I'm probably the best wrestler in the world right now. I, yeah. I think that was fair to say, don't you? hmm Yeah. And I, I don't think they I, thought about that. I don't think they cared about that. They, well, yeah, because that would have been gay. Those guys weren't gay. So they didn't do that. But I think I the guys now think that they're the best. No, exactly. In the world. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, well, I think as a fan, you could look at it and be like, yeah, if Kurt Angle's the champion. I think yeah. Kurt Angle's probably the best wrestler in the world. Or 
Yeah. You know, the, Stone Cold's the best wrestler in the world, whatever. Uh, you know, if I was Big E, and they probably do think that, but now as a fan, and they should have the, the like, you know, they should be self-aware and realize, like, if, you know, as them, like, when Big E's a champion, I would think, you know, you know you're only champion because you're black, right? Or, like, you know, you're only yeah, because yeah. of there's circumstances out of your control. That's the only reason you're a champion. <laughs> you're not the best wrestler in the world. You're not the most charismatic. You're not the, you don't look the best. You know, there's nothing about you that is the best or should be considered the best. This belt no longer, you know, that belt. You he sells no those long- shirts that the, the, the freaks, the marks will say, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, merch sales. Okay. Well, when Stone Cold and The Rock and Undertaker were number one, they were number one merch sales. WWE wrestling shirts were freaking top five sold shirts in power. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're number one WWE shirt, which is now the number 150th sold brand of shirts in the world. So it doesn't right. mean anything. That's fair. Yeah, that's right. true, right? When that's Stone true. Cold was doing yeah, I'm it, arguing you on that. I do want to look, look, you look at that injury though. I'm like, I've only seen the picture. So I'm, I'm robbed of the explosiveness of the move that did it, but it wasn't very, how does it compare to uh, who was the big tall Lance, uh, Lance, uh, Arbor, uh, he did like a shooting star press and landed directly on his neck. And he's like, you know, probably like six, five. Oh, that, that was, was hilarious. Dude. That one was probably what was hilarious about that is, is guys like Corna have shitted on him for that stupid moonsault he tries to do every match. He he has to pencil in whether it makes sense or not, and then finally he fucking sawdust himself. So that yeah, the awesome Corna has to be like that's why I love AEW. You never know who's gonna absolutely sawdust themselves. You never know <laughs> who, who's gonna get a concussion live on camera for something stupid. Maybe someone who's gonna get a life altering injury live on camera. That's what's crazy about it. You know, uh, WWE they're good about hiding these but aw they'll do it and then they'll show replays cornetta loses mind like and they're showing a replay of the kick clearly missing and it breaking oh they had so many great moments like that look what was the last aw pay-per-view that just happened uh aw like revolution okay yeah 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 i forgot our revolution i knew that all right let me look up the card real quick okay see you know do you remember a girl by the name of red velvet yeah um yeah yeah the little black girl who she hurt herself a lot Oh man, but she's so favorite. small, she doesn't like really hurt herself. But. Yeah, well, my favorite thing, she used to always do the standing backflip, which is my favorite. Oh, I favorite. love that. I love yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I love and when Cornette. she does a little taunt, like I'm mixing the cream or whatever that's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, red velvet cupcake or something. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And Cornette would always be like, I, like, is it can no, is there no agent? And he's like, you know, Arne Anderson, there's so many better. Like, can no one, no agent back there say, like, please don't do that backflip move? Because every time she did it, it was so awesome. She did it, and I'm not joking, like 30 times and hit it probably, hit it once. cleanly probably like three times. No, I didn't yeah. think that. I think once. Yeah. So I've seen time, compilations of her doing it. I, I saw one connect. She would, and not only would she not connect, she would hit like her knees on the people's face, hit her face on somebody's <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah, it was sick, dude. Dude, it, it was, was awesome. Sick. I love that it. Shit. You know, it's so funny because. Look, it's athletic to be able to do that. Like that takes some level of athleticism. Yeah, you did. You can find. I can, I can find you where I live right now. I can find you about ten kids, probably in about ten minutes. Who could do yeah, that? Yeah, that's the thing. And land it. She's doing it like with such reckless abandon. It's like I don't think you're very athletic. Because like I don't. You can't. You're just like I don't know how. You telling me you can't go to Walmart at nine p.m., nine thirty p.m., whatever time oh, you yeah, think is yeah. peak, and find I'd say about 10, uh, 10 black kids. That could I'm not kidding. only do the backflip, probably make it look better, but actually land it. You well, know, they don't practice it. I, I'll say, Jamal, I want you to do a backflip. I want you to land on Devontae. And you don't have to land, land, on, land right on your stomach. Can you land on your belly? So never yeah, really can you backflip. land chest to chest on him? Something like that, you know? 
kind of you know don't don't sawdust them you know can you protect can you protect, yourself, can you protect Devonte? can you protect yourself jamal <laughs> and they'll say yeah and i bet you i bet you nine out of ten of those kids maybe even ten out of ten yeah we're really oh. betting probably ten out of ten will hit that if you let me choose the kids yeah now, no, if, you, if you choose look, to make I'll, you look you, bad, I'll do you one better i'll do you one better we had a co-host on this show yeah. And look, he was a, he, he was a fat guy. You know, he, he was a fat guy and he was he was a big not only that, he was a big guy. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're, they don't need and, and, uh, he, he wasn't, you know, he was fair skinned. He wasn't that athletic. Yeah. And, and he didn't have that much autonomy. He's, you know, he's a big guy. So he didn't really have great autonomy over his movement. Didn't have control like over his faculties. Yeah. He didn't have control. Yeah, a lot, oh, yeah. He didn't have control over himself a lot of the times. He, he one time and I, this was not that long ago. This this was a couple years ago. And he was real excited. He bought a trampoline and he, and he's like, you know, D-Raz, I'm going to learn. I'm going to do back. I'm going to do a backflip. I'm not going to stop till I can do a backflip. And I was like, you know, that's, you know, that's great, man. It sounds like you found something you really care about. That, that's great, man. You, you do what you got to do. I could tell it made him happy. And anyway, and you know what? You know, not too much later, like a week later, I came back and he, he was busting backflips. He yeah. was showing me jump on the trampoline. He would do a backflip. And he would do several backflips. And I'm not saying they were great. I'm not saying he wouldn't have injured himself or another opponent. <laughs> but he would have e- – I mean, it was at least equal to her level of backflip. And he's probably four times her size. And it was an at least equal level of her. Yeah. Like, uh, probably the injury rate would have been exactly the same. Maybe a little bit higher because he's heavy. And, you know, he tears his ACL and crushes somebody's skull doing a backflip. But, uh, you know, it's a, it would have been the same type of mechanics. Him and Red Velvet – had the exact same mechanics on their backflips. <laughs> All right, now, look, now look at this. This is what I want to talk about, right? So the AEW Revolution just happened, right? And I don't know. Is the, I don't know if that's AEW's big big show of the year or. The, I actually like what they do. They they have only like four pay per views. Yeah. A year What's their I big like one? That. Are they all are they all big ones then? Do I don't they know. have I like a WrestleMania double or equivalent? nothing or all in is the big one. Okay. All, all right. in or whatever. But I wasn't all, sure if it was all, this they're one. big. They're all pretty big. You know? Okay. I will. Hey, I'm going to read you that card. Now, look, I didn't watch it, but I it was one of the things where I didn't watch it, but I was excited for it in a way. But yeah. that, that all makes sense where I could be excited that it's going to happen. I want to know the results. I'm excited to look the results. Yeah. And maybe that even maybe that night at midnight, I'm going to look up on video, on YouTube to see if there's highlights, you know. And I'll say that's more than I can say for most WWE shows. All right. So let's compare it to uh, let's compare AEW's Revolution. I don't know if that's their big show or not. Let's compare that to uh, uh WWE WrestleMania, which is their big show. It's a two-night extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sent you a picture of that card. What do you think? What think? What's your I sent D Raz the, the uh WrestleMania 2022 card with match graphics. What think? Uh you sent it to me right now? I sent it to you days ago. Uh let's see. Wednesday. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, let me take a look. Um yeah, this is WrestleMania, this WrestleMania 2022. I've only seen you one match card, so it'll be real obvious which one it is. Uh, this is WrestleMania 2022. It does, I've only seen you one, so there's nothing other to compare it to. You I didn't have, get it. All right, all right it's I, fine. All right, I, I got it right now. All right, I'm gonna. I'm, uh, so, I'm sorry for that. That's not a big deal. I, I'm gonna first let me read you off AEW Revolution card, right? All right. Now I'll go quick. Now I, I think a big problem with this was, and I didn't watch any of it, but the big problem was that all these matches are like 20 minutes long, and then it was like a 10 hour show, so that that is an issue. But look, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you which matches and how long they should be. And you tell me this is not a great card. Okay, so first pre-show match, Chris Statlander versus Layla Hirsch. Now, look, it's a couple of shitters. Make it a four-minute match. Okay. But there are some things to want to see with Statlander. Uh-huh. And paired up against somebody who's four foot six 
Layla Hirsch, that's also kind of interesting and kind of like a just like a pervert, like a nasty way, you know, like there's a lot of like nasty pictures of girls that are like seven foot tall, kind of manhandling like a four foot girl, you know. Yeah, I'm not, what I'm saying is there's people that are into that. Yeah, and that is because Stylander is pretty big and Layla is pretty small. Yeah, so it's like, okay, I kind of want to let me see how that looks, you know, okay. and make that a four minute match. You got a pre show match, Hook versus QT Marshall. Okay, uh, that's cool. that that's that's a cool four minute match. Nothing wrong with that. House I like of, Hook a lot. And yeah, I House of he, Black versus Death Triangle. Make that a six minute match. I mean, I don't know, but that's, that's you got horrible. some spooky guys, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you got the face of the revolution ladder match. Uh, look, it's a bunch of shitters. It doesn't matter who's in there. Keith Lee's in there. Powerhouse Hobbs, Orange Cassidy, whatever. You know you're going to see some sawdusting. So that's an exciting match. It's going to oh, yeah. be shit. It's going to be stupid, but you're going to want to see it. You know someone's going on the shelf after this match. Yeah, so it looks like, dude, that's a great show so far. You make those pre-show matches really short and sweet. You get some sawdust. You get some botches, which you know you're going to get in the face of the revolution ladder match. That's awesome. Then there's Dante a t- Martin in the face of the revolution match. No. Oh, that is I don't know if he's on this card. I'm going to look. Well, I guess we'll see. Uh, maybe he already saw Dustin himself. Um, so then the tornado tag you got next is Andre uh, Idombolo versus Isaiah Cassidy and Matt Hardy. Yeah, That's always yeah. good to watch them because they don't make sense together. You got a Mexican guy, a black guy and a white guy. They look like they have nothing in common. There's like there'd be nothing in the There's world. Like they don't bring... speak language. They all don't speak the same. All three of them speak. Three they don't like languages. the same things. There's there's no event in the world that would attract those three people <laughs> to the same thing. But they're on a team, <laughs> so that's funny in of itself. Going up against. Funny Dar- is, you know, that's not how they view. And I agree with you. That is what's funny. But that we're expected to take this seriously, though. Yeah, the, the, there. I was watching on YouTube a clip recently. It was like the what are they called? Like the Hardy House of Fortune or whatever that stable yes. is called. It's Hardy like Hardy Family uh, Office. Yeah, something really worse. weird. Hardy House of Fortune would have made more sense. <laughs> I, I thought that's what it was. Yeah, mine did sound better. So you got the Hardy House of Fortune. That's Andre Gabongolo, and he has like two shitters with him that are like assistants. Then you got Isaiah Cassidy. And there's and, like a translator who also comes real. Yeah, yeah. Then you got Isaiah Cassidy and Jamon Drawn or whoever his partner is. They have like two black party boys. I, I don't know. Oh, they look at like the knockoff versions of the Street Profits. Like the yeah, yeah. Some, and then you got Matt Hardy. He wears like cheap suits and shit. You know, it's just <laughs> it like, he bad. just looks like shit. But it, <laughs> when I showed my wife, like, hey, look at that. I was like, dude, these people look like they have nothing in common. How in the fuck could that ever be a group of friends? I don't <laughs> buy it. Yeah. Well, anyways, they're going up against Darby Allen, Sammy Gabano, and Sting. And I've seen the That's clips. also a weird group. Sting of jumped off a balcony through a table <laughs> and almost broke his fucking neck at 66 years old. That's awesome. So that's something to watch. Oh, dude, there. did you see actually Sammy Guevara and one of the black guys in the House of Fortune or whatever? They did a Spanish fly, which is a ridiculous so stupid move. Yeah. That's such a ridiculous move. And that's another full circle thing we've came to wrestling fans. I remember when I was 11 or 12 yeah. or whatever, when I very first saw the Spanish fly, I think I saw Sin Cara do it. If you remember Sin Cara. Yeah. When I very first saw the Spanish fly. I was like, oh, you know, that was a cool move. I, I was impressed by it. And then I remember the second time I saw it. I remember thinking, like, well, that took a long time for them. Like, he had a really good – they both had a really good steady. And now every time I see it, it's like, that is the gayest, dumbest fucking move. One guy does a front flip. One guy does a back flip. Who's supposed to be getting hurt in that move? That's that's my thing. The first time I saw that move, I don't know who it was with. Who did it to who? First time I saw a sin card doing some shitter. but Yeah, uh, the first time I was literally thinking, well, who's supposed to be selling from that? Like, I don't – because then both guys sell, and I'm, I'm legitimately confused. Like, who's the move done on? Because yeah, it, it's move. like a rock bottom position, but then the one guy who did the rock bottom, like who's doing the Spanish fly, he's he taking ends a flatliner. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's taking a, a flatliner. That's a classic move. 
the other guy's yeah. in like a pin position. Like he's on top of him. Like he could just pin him right there. That doesn't make sense. And, and now the obviously Spanish flies are getting crazy because that's when they, I probably moved first. I don't know when it started, who invented it. Yeah. But it was a little bit tamer when we first saw it. And yeah, like you said, I'm like, who, who does this hurt? Now they're doing insane. You know, Sammy Guevara, yeah. they get like 14 feet in the air and it's insane. Anyway, they did one like off the stage, them two, and they'd hit through two tables. And, um, you know, if you fall, like, let's say you, I drop you from the sky, right? Yeah. And uh, if I drop you from the sky and you fall flat through two tables, the tables, if you fall directly on top of them, they'll break your fall, right? A little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But if I put you in an angle and I fire you out of a cannon and you hit the tables, <laughs> that's not yeah. really going to break your fall. You're going to get you're going to hit the tables kind of more than they're going to. You're going to you're going to blow through the table like a bullet. I mean, the table doesn't <laughs> yeah. really. If I you can shoot through a wooden table with a bullet, it's not. It's still going to hit you. The bullet yeah, the yeah. table's not really going to stop the bullet. So, you know, seventy tables might stop the bullet, but <laughs> one table is not going to stop it. That's it. when they did this Spanish fly. They hit it like they got shot out of a cannon. I'm going to like, check that. I had no idea that move happened. I got to look up that spot. Oh, you didn't see it. Look that. it up. Look it up. They the only it spot off. I saw was staying almost landing on his head. Uh, that that's was hilarious. Sick. Yeah, they could but you know that's a match it. I wasn't hyped for. And then uh, you know that happens. And I'm like, man, that was sick. Not, well, not look, in a, look, not in a good wrestling kind of way, but in a kind of like this is a fun train wreck to watch. I'm well, not... in an AEW kind of way. That's exactly, what I watch. Yeah. It's an AEW. AEW's exactly. made its own thing, and I, that's what I watch. So the, yeah, the, look up the Spanish fly. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I, I do want to see and, that. And uh, I'm going to try to look it up on YouTube real quick. But uh, look, Jade, then the next match was Jade Cargo versus Ty Conti. That's a fight that I'm not very interested in, but it did start with the little Lesbo spot. That is something for the freaks. Um, so I... I do think that's the way you got to go right there. I don't know if you're aware of that, but they started with a little Lesbo thing. I didn't know that. I'm actually becoming more of a fan of Jade Cargill. Uh, she is big and freaky looking. Yeah. And uh, I'm kind of becoming more of a fan of her, actually. I like the manager she's got and, and, and uh, the wrestling. And uh, it is it is what it is. She does good power moves. And then the Ty Conti. And, you know, after I saw the Sammy Guevara Spanish fly spot, uh, that really soured me on him and Ty Conti because they're in a relationship. So I was not rude for Ty Conti. I want her to get seriously injured. Uh, that she did a Lesbo spot with the uh, which was it with her with somebody else. Jade Cargo at the start of the match. That's how it opened up. Was a uh, I didn't see thing. that. I didn't yeah, see so that. that's. I mean, look, I like that you're you're, you're playing you're playing the hands you were dealt. Next matchup okay. was a tag team championship. I don't know how many fucking tag team titles on the line here, but it's uh, Jurassic Express Young Bucks versus Re Dragon. Um, Red Dragon. Well, it's written Red Dragon. So okay, I don't well, understand that. Okay. Well, why why is it written that way? You know how yeah. you, how you do okay, an email yeah, and you yeah. can read the email R E. You know that's, that's how it's what spelled? it looks. Like. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. The okay, R and E I, are I, both capital. The R and E are lowercase, and then it's a capital dragon. I might look stupid. I don't know. Okay. All right, yeah. Well, maybe maybe it Red is dragon. dragon. There might be no. There might be some copyright read. It's R O H owns it or something. That... Yeah, yeah. It might be R. Okay, so R E Re Dragon. That's yeah. Re Dragon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So look, that's going to be a stupid match, but it's going to be fun in its own way. And then now, you I got know those little idiots take themselves too seriously. So that would be a good match. Yeah, it's going to be great. Seeing little ridiculous. midget manlets sawdust in themselves, yeah. and yeah, it's going to be great in its own little way. Then he got. No, I think we're getting a little long here. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. What are you going to show me? You know, are you going to do a Lesbo spot? Are you, what are you going to do? I, I will say this about the, the the the. I don't care about either of them. I, the women, it, it's just look. I, if you want to do comedy spots where the Red Velvet tries to legitimately injure herself yeah. and injure her opponent, I'm in. I that. can get. I'm in for that. But when they get themselves serious and 
there's a real storyline there. I don't, I don't care. Like that's, it's really hard for me to care about any of that. They're not overly attractive. Just the though. one thing that I do like about Thunder Rosa is she, people have posted this all over 4chan. She, she did have her escort menu leaked and she'll do, she'll like shit on you. She'll pee on you. She'll punch your stomach. She'll box with you. All kinds of stuff. If you pay her that, you punch her money. back. I don't think it's structured that way. But um, yeah, and she has like a, what I'm saying is she has like a 16 year old or 17 year old son. So I just think all that's hilarious. Oh, that uh, so sad. so I do like her that's getting sad. the spotlight. Yeah, it is. But I do like her getting the spotlight. I I, I do just to see more of that or have it bring light to it. I'll say this though: her they, husband they got... her husband records that like hotel room wrestling shit. Oh yeah, you told me. So about it's this. just a lot of sick shit. I like it. Uh, they uh they got a new women's title, and I hated their old women's title. It was all small. it was funny though. You got that. It was good. Oh, it you worked. like that little bit? It, it looked like worked because shit. it was stupid. It was all stupid. It's really well, it's small. All dumb, so it worked. It's all dumb, yeah. But they finally—I don't know—it really bothered me. It reminded me of some like Japanese, like they do this. Oh, that's why I liked it, dude. That's some why all, all women Japanese promotion would have a belt like this, or it's all small and shitty looking. Well, not, you're coming and from it, a point of view where you're respecting the women's wrestlers. I'm no, but I can't I'm mocking dude. them. So I think it's funny. <laughs> well, they give them a fucking give them a plastic toy belt or something. Don't don't spend uh, what, I what it was. That's, I'm sure they got as like close as they could to a plastic toy belt without getting them. in trouble. Yeah, they should have given them something. They should give them like a neck earrings. That would be better. A pair of earrings <laughs> or something they can wear, a lipstick or something that the champion gets. That's what it should be. But, or a purse, a championship purse. That's what it should be. Anyway, so they got that, a new belt and the belt looks, they got a new belt and the belt looks more respectable, <laughs> like an actual. Oh, belt. That, that docks, that, I'm docking points of that because I don't like that. Well, maybe I didn't really like this match, and now that I know that, I don't like it even more. Yeah, they got a new belt. All right, anyway. All right, that's a dud now. All right, I was <laughs> going to give it dud. two stars, but that's a dud. That's a dud. Okay. All right. Uh, the next matchup was Jericho versus Kingston. Look, I saw one promo. I watched one promo. That's all I've seen about this, and it was it was hype. So I was pretty excited for that promo. Uh, was hype. Um, I will say this: I've been hearing. I don't keep. Oh, and I love. I gotta say this: I love the the picture at the end. People are posted online. It was like. Uh, uh, Kington offering a handshake and Jericho denying it, but Kington, you know, he just had the match, so he's breathing hard. And dude, he looked like such a fat, disgusting <laughs> shitter. No, his big old distended belly pushing yeah. out his singlet. It was hilarious. So that's a five star match for me. Yeah. Well, what's funny to me is they had a Jericho. I I see Jericho. I see him once every couple of months. So it's always like, oh wow, he looks like shit. Like he looks horrible every time I see him. And I've been seeing everything like, oh, you know, he's been getting better shape. He's been getting a lot better shape. And so this is the first time I saw him in a few months. And I looked at him and I was like, he, he looks like he's dying. Like he looks like he has fucking type two diabetes. It's weird. He looks stage. good, but he doesn't look good. You he's know? got abs on the roundest, fattest belly. It's, yeah. Imagine have, you seen a, my Don, have you seen my Donna's abs? No. Okay. He literally has some surgically implanted abs on his fat body right now. He has a perfect <laughs> six pack that they fused onto his. <laughs> That's what Jericho looks like. Yeah, it looks it's, like it's, no, no, no. My Donna's is ten times worse. My Donna's look like they did it in the dark for free or something. <laughs> Well, do you think that's what happened, or do you think he actually has that? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm. I think something screwy happened. I'm not sure what it is, but well, what happened to Jericho? You think Jericho? Jericho looks. No, no. Like... I'm saying Jericho. I, I think something screwy happened. I don't know what it is. So Madonna's. I do like know what it is. There is, there is no illusion with the Madonna one. It's a. Uh... So I'm saying, do you think Madonna has abs, or that's not abs? No, it's it, it's so in your face that it's fake. Yeah, it's not. Well, Jericho looks freaking, yeah, there's some prosthetics. Right? He looks horrible. He looks like. McDonald's uh, is a house of horrors thing. It's like something that would have been <laughs> in a freak show. 
Jericho looks like a turtle or something. He looks like a turtle. It's very weird. His body is wide, but he's like apparently cut now. Yeah. So so anyways, look, all this, all this makes it a good match. I, you know, I guess if I would see these two guys, you know, there's, there's a, sometimes I guess if you're, let's say you're out in the street, let's say you're out in the street, you're at a store, right? And you see two guys fighting. Uh, if they were two big athletic guys, you're like, oh, wow, I almost don't want to step in or I, I don't want to get roped into this because yeah. this looks dangerous. The, Jericho and, and well, I, if I saw those two guys fighting, those two exact guys fighting, I would have no fear. I could go grab them both by the collar and be like, hey, 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 you can take this outside, both of you outside. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be scared of either. You know, I don't know. So it's hard for me to get invested in, in a blood feud with that. Like, yeah, let them fucking fight outside for <laughs> a ham sandwich or whatever they're fighting for. Right, like, so the next I would match- let them fight. Like, those are two guys I would let fight. All right, well, I'm giving that three stars. I didn't watch it, but the picture at the end was good. So none the of promo. them. We're, all, we're giving all these matches stars or general opinions. We haven't seen any of them, right? Um, I've seen pictures. Look, I've seen enough. I've seen moments. Okay, I, I've watched. I've it, watched yeah. a lot of wrestling in my life. That's like the box. To kind of know based on a picture or yes. an image how it went. Yeah. Yes, and I this don't. is real ratings. You know, this is Dave Meltzer. He watched the a, match yeah. and gives it ten stars or whatever. That's gay. I don't this need is, to do that. Same with boxing. Yeah, I haven't exactly. watched a boxing fight in about three. I can just four years. see the names and read the result and tell you what happened. Yeah, in actually, fight. next match was dog collar match. That's another three. That's a three star match. CM Punk versus MJF. Um, uh, I heard it was a good match. I think she's been going on too long and too gay because I, I, I don't know what happened. There's something in the build where like MJF was talking about he's a Jew and he's been bullied and Holocaust and well, that and was CM a, Punk that wanted was to give swerve, him a hug. That was a swerve. Though. Well, I don't know, but it it it, it just kind of to me that turned gay. Okay, well, it was you know, swerve, and, and he is actually. Dude. I'm giving it a two, uh, a two star match because right. I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> and I'm yeah. remembering it I'm now. I'm kind of getting so. more angry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a two. That's a two star. I'm actually that's a dud because I don't. <laughs> you should not have main event guys in there doing a, a fucking bully campaign and and. and it was movies. a swerve. It was a that swerve. doesn't. It doesn't. Could you do you what? want to see Triple H swerving the Rock by? <laughs> Talking about how he was bullied before he was the game. I mean, that's fucking, no, that's no. so that's a yeah, dud. Why? Why? That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Why are wrestlers so fucking gay these days? Yeah, and then imagine if, if yeah, the Rock even... got swerved or, or Stone Cold got swerved and tried to hug him. You know, yeah. like to say I'm what sorry. What a fucking and, loser retard. What a yeah, loser retard was, was. So that's a dud, and that's in, and now that's a couple of duds in a row. Now I'm changing the last couple matches for both these guys that have all been duds because of that. Um, look, and, the, and then you end it, you really end it with a dud. Hangman Payne, she comes out to the gay pride uh, vest, or he was like wearing a tranny, a thank you, tra- thank you, tranny kind of vest, cowboy vest going up against Adam Cole, Adam Small, a- Adam, like like the particle Adam Cole. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a small embarrassing. Uh, in a way, I, 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 I think that it's so bold to come out there with the tranny vest. It kind of does almost make it a 180 and become based. Uh, so American Flick, I'm giving that two stars. I'm gonna give it three stars actually because then there's a lot of blood. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of blood. I don't know. Now I'm I'm I'm, I'm selling two stars, and that's I don't know that, that's that, thanks to the Hangman guy. Page coming out the tranny parade thing. Uh, how long do you think it takes for me to beat CM Punk in a fight, shoot fight? Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully you, not very long. I'd yeah, say would you be disappointed if it's twenty took a long seconds? Time? Huh? Would you be disappointed if it took a long time? Let's say it took four minutes. Would you be somewhat disappointed? Yeah, you would never live that down, dude. Yeah, I think I could beat him in about – I think under a minute I think I could beat him. He's horrible. And I feel the same way about Adam Cole. So I can't take these guys seriously when their gimmicks are supposed to be like shoot fighters. 
You know, I can't take that seriously. Why is, I, can, I why? can't get that picture of Adam Cole out of my no of Hangman Page out of my head where he's standing backstage in the most gay, assistiest, pranciest stance, <laughs> looking completely bored and anxious. Why is everyone's gimmick? Why are all these losers gimmicks like oh, they can stretch you? They're like shooters. They're you know they're they're shooters. Why is that all of their? Why is that everyone? They, these guys are so fucking gay. It'd be one thing for me or for someone who's got a background to do that gimmick. And even then, I'd be like, well, that, there's way too many people that have that gimmick. Maybe we should mix it up. These guys all have that gimmick, and it's all so fucking fake. Him, and then I'm sure. I think, and there's guys on the Indies like Austin Aries and shit that they haven't even brought in yet that I'm sure they will bring in <laughs> that also have that same fucking. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm five foot five. And yeah, I'll fuck you pounds, up. Yeah. But, but I'll fuck you up. And it's like, no, you want it is so ridiculous. And then uh I remember we used to like the strong style and stuff like that, which whatever. Have you like seen like the young bucks do their flying knees or Adam Cole does his little kick? No, like, I know, I look, I, I know Cornette shits on Omega's, but Omega's has looked legitimately awesome before. Now sometimes well, he does not, ham it up and it looks young fake. Bucks but, looks hor- I don't know well, young I'm, Bucks one is horrible, but Omega's gets shit on by Cornette all the time, and his has looked to me elite. There's sometimes where you wonder, like, I think he did just sawdust that guy. Well, Adam Cole, he did a he did a super kick on this one. I don't Adam know Cole's why. Gay dude, yeah. Completely missed it. Barely hit him, still slapped his leg and yeah. Whoa, fight forever. It was insane. <laughs> he completely missed it. And if I was in that match, if I was working that match and he slapped his leg and it missed me, I, I would stand up and fucking put I would strangle him, right? To put my hands around his throat, strangle him. We're going home. I, I as I'm strangling him, I would look at we're going home. Like, that's the end of the match. <laughs> I'm done. Hey, I really thought that this thing, this segment was gonna be like a minute. I was gonna go through real quick and we spent <laughs> 45 minutes on this. Well, you had to know it was going to happen, man. A- yeah, uh, let me, I'm going to ask you real quick. I'm going to run back through the matches, and you're going to give me just your star rating. That's all you say, okay? Okay. How all many right, star, what's, what, from what to what? One to five, yeah. Or dud to five. Uh, you can do dud. Uh, do what you want. You can also do six star, seven star, okay. if you think that need to be. Statlander versus Hirsch. Uh, one. And if you want it, you can have a short explanation. Stanley uh, versus Hurch. If you don't want to, just say next one. One, uh, because I don't think either of them that attractive. So one. Okay. Even though I did, I did try to paint the picture. Of, I see we're gonna get too long on this, <laughs> but I did try to paint why I thought it was a three star. Well, okay. What is your rate? So to give you quickly your rating. That's a, th- quick, that's two, a three. Two cents explanation. Three star. You said if it's six minutes, it's a three star match. All right. Well, um, you're giving three stars if it's yeah. six minutes. I'm gonna say one. I, I think Statlander is not very attractive. I don't like when women wear knee you're braces. Over, yeah, <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, I gotta say this. It's gonna be quick. It's gonna be quick. Rehash every topic we just did. I don't okay, like when women wear knee braces. Uh, makes you think they have some sort of degenerative disease. Uh, you shouldn't be blowing your knees out when you're making. This is a weird thing of Statlander because of her skin tone. I don't know if she, like the way she tans, but I thought she was a burn victim the first time I saw her for chest area. But I think it's just <laughs> it's some kind of disgusting. And it's like, look, all right, here. okay, fine, two two and a half star. You're all you're right. We'll say on two stars officially. Two stars. All right, two stars. Fine. Hook versus QT Marshall star rating. I'll give it four stars. All right. I like Hook. I like QT. So I'll give that four stars. That's the next Rock. A lot of people call him QT Marshall, the next Rock. Um, yeah. House, House of Black versus Death Triangle. Uh, I'm going to give it one star. Yeah. I think. Uh, Too mainly, much spooky shit. Mainly because I remember when that, that faggot, Alistair Black, was crying because. Oh, sleep. I forgot. All right. That, that is a dud. Yeah, I did. That's forget a dud. That. Okay. Yeah, I'm dropping that down to a dud. That's a dud match. Uh, his wife is attractive, but I would beat the shit. He's another fat idiot who pretends to be a shooter. 
And it's like you have he hasn't you he couldn't buy a muscle. At least Jericho can buy implants. That guy right. can't even buy muscles, so that's a dud. Face of the Revolution ladder match. Uh, I'll give it three stars. Okay, there's some potential there. I'm gonna give it two stars because I don't remember. I haven't heard that anybody got actually solid tested. So that is a two star match then. Yeah, yeah. I I give that match four stars if there is a solid dust. If there's not, um. It's a two star, or actually, it's a dud because then there's nothing to see. Um, I'm gonna drop mine to two stars. I'm dropping mine to two stars. Uh, tornado tag that's for me, that's the the uh, that's a four and a half star match just because those guys don't go together. And Sting oh, also yeah. almost killed himself. And apparently, I haven't even seen it. There was a uh, with that butterfly move you're talking yeah, about, yeah, the Spanish fly, one of the most devastating uh, I'm, I'm a, in all yeah. wrestling. So, so explain your rating. And as, as I look at that, as I look that up, I uh, look that up. Uh, you know, I think it'd be funny if you looked that up and I, I misquoted that and if the Spanish fly was in a different match or it didn't even happen or that was just, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, look that up and see if that happened. But I, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to give it, let me see, four stars. That's a four-star match. Uh, oh, actually, hang on. I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say Oh, this a- is really weird and gay, but it's actually entertaining. Okay, so – it's a minute. I'm watching like from a crowd cell phone when it's like an iPhone. So it's really recorded nicely. Really fake super kick from Sammy Guabano. And he's pointing up to DeAndre, who's on top of the stage. And DeAndre's like, no, 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 don't climb up. And, and Sammy's climbing up and he's letting him climb up. And he's like stuck and scared. Uh, okay. Uh, so then they're like having a little fake fight on top of the stage. I'm going to move it forward because I don't want to see this. Um, Really horrible fake fights. They're on top of this structure. They're fighting like they're on a turnbuckle. It's really awkward and getting horrible, yeah. which does make it better because yeah, that, yeah. that it, they are embarrassing themselves. And they yeah, it's embarrassing cool. that they're having to pretend. Oh, my God. Is- like, Sammy's really playing to the crowd. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to do it. And from, like, a couple of little body shots, you know, uh, and you know how they strike. A couple of yeah. little oh, body oh, shots. Oh, yeah, their strikes are the worst. Isaiah Cassidy's acting like he's passed out standing up. He's just standing there in this rock-bottom position, like, slunched over. Like, from uh, what? So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> from the psychology of these are so funny to me. No yeah. one, literally, I don't know how you train for wrestling these days, but literally no one gives a fuck about psychology or no even knows what that is. But All right, yeah, so I'm why seeing would the, you be stunned? The bump? The yeah, that's hilarious. Okay. What? Why That's would a- that stun you? Like, like, are you concussed from that? Like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's very weird. Okay, so that's a five. That's a four. And a, Did you see banger. how hard they hit the table? Yeah, that's a four and a half star banger. Yeah, they hit the table like right at the edge. They how many stars did he get? I gave it four stars. Yeah, that's fair. Because they mostly, what I liked about it is they most, they almost, they were about a, like a couple inches from not even hitting the table. They nearly <laughs> just hit the ground. Which would have been awesome if they would have just missed the table completely. Right, well, and, then, and then, you know what I would love to? I would love a scenario. Where, we got to uh, speed through these, but go ahead. Well, I would love a scenario. And, you know, the only reason I didn't get five stars, and this is a missed opportunity, because, <laughs> yeah. you know, they almost didn't hit the table. What they should do next time is not even <laughs> – this is what would be funny to me. They do the Spanish fly. They completely miss the table on someone's foot. Like, one of the guys' feet, like, knocks over the table. doesn't really break it. It knocks it over. And then the announcer still said, like, oh, they just went through the table. And then they quickly both don't sell the move, get up, put the table back up, and then do, like, a little improvised standing <laughs> rock bottom to go through the table because the spot. I wouldn't put it beyond them. No, I wouldn't put it. No, no, shit, I wouldn't put it. You think they would 
do you think there's a scenario they would actually do that? Right? There, there's one where I saw uh, it's a real funny clip, but you they remember when uh, I don't know if Sasha Banks, if she's still like cosplaying as Eddie Guerrero all the time, but uh, no, I don't think so. Well, I guess he had some move where he was like, oh, no, hey, and then he grabs, does like a little arm twist, and then he like <laughs> runs and does he like runs, bounces off the turn mocle, and kind of goes into like a flipping arm drag on the guy or something. Okay, I, I don't know. I, I think it was the Eddie Guerrero spot, and uh. So Sasha Kingston, she you, like you speak with some reverence about him. So Sasha Sasha Kingston uh, <laughs> goes up for the move and she completely flubs it. She gets no air, barely push off the turn and buckle. She kind of <laughs> just collapses in place. And right. she doesn't re-hit, she doesn't resell, she just puts on a little poopy face. She's angry now, and then she just does it again. She just goes straight into it again. And uh she again fucks it up, and then they just move on to the next spot. <laughs> I mean, there could be a. Uh, I wouldn't. I. I'm serious. I would not put this past them if there's like if there was a spot where someone has a handgun and they're supposed to do like one of those disarm moves where like, yeah. I disarm and point it at you and the guy gets shot for real. He <laughs> wouldn't sell it, and they would try to do the fucking disarm spot again. And Jim Ross or Tony Schiavone would be like, oh, oh, he he, he disarmed him or whatever. <laughs> he didn't get all of that. He didn't get all of that. You know? <laughs> he didn't get all of that. These guys are really they're. They're putting their lives on the line. All right, we got to go quicker. Jade Cargo versus Dave Conti. What's your star? That's a dud. That okay. one's a dud. All right, tag team championship. You know, that one's a dud. I'm going to say that one's a dud because in the previous match, her boyfriend, Sam McVara, didn't. You know, he should have missed the table. And I'm serious. He should have missed the table, got up, and then done like a suplex through the table and not sold it. So some of that stink is on her then you're saying. And that's so that's kind of on her. She should have. Yeah. I don't know if they had a conversation backstage after that. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they did. And uh, so that, that that makes her match a dud. All right, uh, three way tag team, blah blah blah. Jurassic Express, Young Bucks versus Reed Dragon. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Uh, that would have been a dud. I'm gonna give it a star. It gets a whole star for the. Oh, it's kind of like Reed Doctor Aegon because it's R E <laughs> lowercase. It's Doctor D R is capitalized. And period and then, and then Aegon. Okay, well you know yeah, what? Reed Doctor. I'm gonna give it a whole star for the name. Okay. And uh, it didn't get any stars for work, so it's just, I'm gonna give it one star. So I'm gonna give that a one star, but uh, that's kind of how we do things over here. Yeah. Uh, so it actually great name. I love the name. So that's gonna get a whole star. But <laughs> Reed Doctor Agon. So that's uh, okay. one star. Well, how many so, stars do you? Uh, if if it was ten minutes, I'm giving it four stars. I know they made a mockery okay. of everything, so that's good. Um, okay. <laughs> Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. That's a uh, dud for me. Yeah, or did, I don't know. Did I say about, it was a dud? Yeah, because of the title, they got. Oh, the, the title, title thing. Yeah, it would have been a three star, but then the title thing trying to take taking themselves too serious. Okay, because I, I like the title about, and I, hopefully they can switch it to a purse. So I'm gonna give it two titles. Man, what makes it a dud for me made it two stars for you. That's interesting. All right. Yeah. yeah um, well, Jericho versus Kingston. I for me that Kingston. That's a three. That's a three and a half star match for me. What was it for you? I, I, I'm gonna give it. I'll give it four stars because okay. I do like Jericho and I like that, you know, they're still <laughs> taking it real serious. Like, again, oh, we skipped over this match last time. They're, <laughs> the next they're real match. Tough I forgot guys. to talk about it. They're real tough guys, but yeah. they're real fat and gross. So I'm going to give it four stars. Okay. Brian Danielson. I think I skipped oh, this last wow, time versus yeah. John Moxley. I'm giving that two stars. I'm tired of the Moxley thing. And, oh, the, and then uh, Regal is now their father or something. Yeah. So that's just gay. I mean, what the fuck do any of those three guys again? Have I will say this. Each other? Do you remember you used to force me to read? You guys used to really take all the pleasure of reading for me. And to this day, it's probably carried over. And why I don't like reading so much. Yeah, you remember sure. you guys used to always force me to read. But uh, one book in, in, that, in, that, in that living hell I was living, I was able to muster <laughs> up reading one book. And I, I think. 
through all the pushing and shoving and hair pulling, I did get one book fully read. And it was, uh, oddly enough, it was William Regal's biography. And uh, I read that. I read that book. I think it's called. So a his walk. inclusion raises the score then for you, right? Yes, his inclusion raises the score. Uh, did, I don't know if he had the book with him, if he brought it down to ringside with him. I think it is a part of the angle. I think it did get mentioned. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, so if that book was brought down there, I'm going to give it, I'll go ahead and give it five stars. Best match of the night for me. <laughs> We're uh, reanalyzing these matches. We got to go quicker. <laughs> I'm going to give it five stars because Regal was there. And <laughs> Punk, he... <laughs> Punk versus MJF. I'm cutting you off. Go on the next one. Yeah, that's five stars for me. Uh, Punk versus MJF. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm going to give it, uh, I'll give it, I'll give it's it a dud stars. because of the gayness that I'll followed. give it two stars. Uh, right. One star for MJF, one star for punks. That's two stars. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> angle. All right. Hing- Hingman. See, for me, well, I'll say this real fast. You know, for, I don't know how it works for Meltzer, but we, we can't reanalyze. We, yeah, we, we can't reanalyze every match. Oh, well, we're up against an ad break. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, two stars, one for punk, one for MJF. So two stars for me. And, but individually, they each get to take one star home. All right, Hangman Page versus Adam Cole for me. That's a two star because the the gayness by Page was that's a dud. Yeah, that's such dud an apex it did salvage it in a way. Uh, that's a dud for me. Uh, Hangman Page is gay. Adam Cole is small. Uh, I don't right. know how this is for the world title, but yeah, that was a dud for me. And I will also, say the. All right, go ahead. I don't know if this is in the match or in the build up to the match, but there was an angle where uh, they uh, they like handcuffed uh hangman page to the ropes but they didn't have handcuffs they had duct tape and they duct taped him to the ropes and uh, i just thought it was funny no one came out to stop it or knowing anything because a handcuff is supposed to be like a a a quick matter of fact like oh yeah you know real quick it's a one move but the way they duct taped him they use like a whole roll of duct tape to duct tape him to the ropes and uh, i was thinking like if someone's you could do that they're basically unconscious you don't need to even if someone's uh, completely incapacitated, well, you can duct tape them and use a whole roll of duct tape to strap them to the rope. That kind of defeats the purpose of you needing to do that, you know, because then they just kick the crap out of them. And it's like, well, couldn't you just kick the crap out of him? But he wasn't, he already was incapacitated, you know? So that was a dud for you. Because of that, it was a dud for right. me. And it was like four on one. Had they used the handcuffs, what would they have been looking at? Well, and again, the handcuffs, it's like putting a hat on the hat. I guess you can, but if it's four on one, you you don't need, can't one of you guys hold him back? Right. The rest of you do that? I mean, so I, that, it, it was a dud for me. All right. So look, so, so you had that overall, I think there's a lot to like there. I think it's a lot of fun, fun to be had. Uh, I don't know how long the matches were, but I heard the show was very long. If, if a lot of these matches are sub 10 minutes, I think you're looking at a, a great night. A uh, fun night, and I, I will say there was a lot that I was looking forward to for the right reason or the wrong reason. There was a lot I was looking forward to there, and that's fair, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. I think that's fair. I think that's a very fair. All right, here's well, the overall, what's the pay per view get for you overall to a strong, um, because I do know it went long, so a strong two and a half stars. Yeah, I'll give it a strong two stars. But some of the moments are great. Sting saw Dustin himself. That maybe it is a three-star night. If I'm having a good day, that could be a three-star night. I'm you gonna st- give it a I'm giving it a two stars. I'm giving okay. it two stars. All right. Now, now let's juxtapose this with night one. I assume this is night one of WrestleMania. Uh <laughs> now look at this, man. How sad is this? Okay. First match of the card. Is uh Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville? Oh, I know. I was talking to uh 
one of our former co-hosts about this and i said that this is that's like embarrassing do you want me to say just what, what's no. better for the effect i say it and you talk about it for a second or i just say them all and then we just talk about the state of affairs. I'm, let's do that. Yeah, we'll say them all. Say them all. All right. So, Johnny, the really show time. opens up. I hope it opens up with Knoxville versus uh, Sami Zayn. Good God. And then it's, I don't really know who either of these guys are. One is Pat McAfee. I don't know who the other guy is. Um, Pat McAfee oh, versus uh, some Austin white kid. Theory. Okay, I guess. I'll take your word for it. Austin Theory. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory is the next match. All right. The next match, then the third match, WrestleMania, and I won the granddaddy pictures. You don't even have a list. What uh, the the text is hard to read because it's not a high resolution picture. So I'm just looking at the images. Okay. Yeah, so I can't really read the names. Um, it's uh Edge versus AJ Styles. Then it's uh Drew McIntyre versus um Baron Corbin with uh Buddy Rogers. I don't know who that is. Backing him up. And then oh, the main that's event, Cat Moss. I guess so. Take your word for it. And then um, the main event, it's Edge is, versus Baron Corbin. No, no, it's Edge versus AJ Styles. And then it's Drew Galloway versus oh, uh, okay, okay. Baron Corbin with um, Buddy Richard or whoever that is. Yeah. And then the main event of that is uh, Charlotte versus uh, Rousey. Could you imagine buying tickets to that? That's a whole. Could you think there's going to be a hundred thousand people? Isn't this an AT and T stadium? Yep. Are there going to be 100,000 people are going to pay to see that? Twice, two, two nights, so it's 200,000 people. Really. Yeah, but it's two different tickets you got to buy, right? I'm, I'm assuming. It's so. night one tickets, then it's night two. Who, if you comp that ticket to me, I'm not going. I, I got to assume there's some matches they have not yet announced. <laughs> what could it be to save you from all that shit? I heard Stone Cold's coming back to wrestle. All right, well, that hold up. Now, that's, this is night one. Oh, okay. Okay, so... Look, I'm that that is all horrible. Not, the only match there I'm slightly would be looking forward to would be Edge versus Styles. Just that'd I, I be a great match. I, I guess maybe you know that, I don't think, I think Edge just Styles is the fun. best wrestler in the world. So I think he, he could yeah. probably get a good match out of Edge. Look, everything exciting about the, the two things that were excited about Charlotte. You know, she removed those a year ago for for cancer or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But she removed those things. There's nothing to see there. It's a, that, that's a horrible. Um, she well, looks like I, D. Snyder now from. Um, all right, well, come sister. on. Let's. I, I got some things. Let's get to night two. I got some things to say about it. All right, night two. Um, yeah. So that's whole. That's horrible, right? Would you buy a ticket to that? No. Okay, AEW Revolution. That's a way better card than that. But that's only that's half the show. So let's see. Oh, that's night guy. one. That is a whole show. It's going to be six right. hours. Okay. They're going to make that six hours. No, Here's night two. Not. Here's night two. It opens up with um. Now, again, I can't read the names, but I, I know who these ones are. Liv Morgan, um, the rocker girl, um, Charlotte Ray, or what's her name? The, like the badass girl. Ruby Ryan? No, the big one. Um, Dewdrop? No, dude, the big buff one, mean looking one, black oh. lipstick. Oh, oh, uh, she's Rhea Ripley. This is my brutality. Yeah, yeah, that one. Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, um, Zelina. Is that Carmella? Yeah. Okay, is Carmella the champ? Tag team champ, yeah. We'll, we'll oh, okay, win. okay, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, Carmella. Oh, wait, no, am I confused? This is a hard match to follow. I don't know who's... I don't know if these are... Oh, okay, I'm looking at this wrong, I think. Okay, so is the woman's title, is the woman's champ um, the Rhea Ripley girl? 
No, uh, I think the women's champ, one of them is Becky Lynch and the other one is Charlotte. All right, well, I don't know if this is a six-woman tag. That's or... a tag team. Tag team champions are Zelina and uh, Carmella. Okay, well, I don't know what this is. I don't know if this is three It's probably teams. a three-way for the tag team title. Okay, head. okay. All right, which is confusing because everybody has is holding a title belt. I don't know who. <laughs> who okay, so Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, uh, Zelina and Carmella, and then um, the, the Naomi Watts, or whatever her name is, and Sasha Banks. Okay, I don't, that's gonna I, be a match, whatever that is. That's Look, terrible. You know, sometimes I do get up for that, but this is not how the right participants. This is well, not in the I, right I, setting. Um, this is not. That I don't is know. Not that's I, I. I don't know. I've said to you before, there are times where I get up for these matches. This is not one of them. Mm-hmm. This is not the right stipulation. This is not the right setting. That doesn't do it for me. <laughs> the next match, uh, Stone Cold. Right, he's coming back for a comedy segment. It's not a match. It's going to be Stone Cold is going to be a guest on the KO show. Is that what it says? No, that's what it is. It's not a match. It's going to be Stone Cold is going to appear on the KO show. Oh fuck that, dude. All right, Fuck that. so you got that. And the next thing to look forward to on night two, uh, the biggest show in the year, they got to sell at least 100,000 tickets or at least give away 100,000 tickets. They had to do it twice, 200,000 tickets. Yeah, uh, that uh, Logan Paul in The Miz versus Rey Mysterio, Mysterio and his son. Yeah. That is, I mean, come on. Logan Paul's bigger than all of those people, too. <sighs> and then you got another women's match. Is um, There's too many women's matches. Try Karn's. Try what's her name? The Diamante. She's like, um, I whip my hair back and forth. Oh, Bianca Belair. This is cool. Yeah, that one. Uh, Lee Blanc, uh, Blanca Belair. Um, yeah. Um, Blanca, Blanca, Blanca. I think it's Blanca. Blanca. It's Blanca. Oh, Blanca, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> oh, is that what? All right, whatever. That's where she got bon, it. Bon, bon, um, Bongo. Um, what, no, what was his nickname on the show? I think that's legitimately what her name is in, in real life. Yeah, I don't her know. Name is, I think her name is like uh, two, her real name because that's, you know, it's it's like uh, uh, Tupac Smith or Tupac Will Smith or something yeah. like that. Or, or, you know, you know. All right, so Bondo Madame, Bondo Madame is going up against um, Sasha. Tupac Will Smith. What's um, Becky Lynch? She's going up against Becky Lynch. That's and a what, tremendous match. Becky Lynch, I would say a couple years ago, that was a that was a worthwhile watch if you're looking not for that anymore. kind of thing. Not anymore. She's lost about 60 pounds. I don't Somehow, care if she right? Abs. It's not a good look. Um, and then the, the night two, the granddaddy of them all, is Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the third time. The first two matches were the same. Nobody liked them. Nobody wanted to see it. I, I, they're going to do it again. It's going to be the same match. Both these guys wrestle the same with their face or Kingston or Kington or heel or whatever. That's going to be a shit. Nobody wants to see that for the third time. This is not Austin versus Rock. We can keep going back to the well, and it's going to be cool. Nobody wanted to see it the first two Going back to Austin and Rock, like that trilogy made a lot of sense, and it was great, right? Yeah, nobody wants to see this for the third time. This is not, this is not that? No. This is fucking... This is the half a step up from Goldberg versus Reigns or whatever. But you, this is title versus title, though. You I don't wear- care. They're just going to split it up again in six months. I mean, uh, we've seen a lot of title versus titles, and we here we are. Another title versus title. No, that's gay, dude. Okay. Uh, now, now uh, let me throw some at you where you think it would save the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, if we could get Stone Cold to wrestle on there, you think that would save it a little no, bit? No, because he, he's going to look like shit. Uh, the match is going to be stupid. No, he shouldn't come back. And then if he does come back, he shouldn't come back like this. It's just going to be gay. It's a comedy segment. 
Okay, now what if we could get, if we could get between a Logan Paul match and then six women? Knoxville, yeah. Now what if we could get Undertaker to come back and wrestle one? No, event? dude. No, I guess just to embarrass himself. Yeah, fucking make him fight Yokozuna or something. <laughs> okay, just how about to... this? Stone. Okay, now how about if I could fix this night for you? I put I put Stone Cold in there versus Kevin Owens. Then you follow that up with the Undertaker versus AJ Styles. We finish that feud up, and then <laughs> instead of uh, Austin Theory versus. Uh, yeah, Pat McAfee, we get Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. The only intrigue would be to see these old legends sawdust and embarrass themselves. There's that nothing would, else there. So you wouldn't want to that see is them the do only, good. That is, look, Statlander versus Hurts, for what it's worth, it had only one way to enjoy that match. That's the same thing for all these suggestions. The only way it's exciting is if... You just want to see these guys get hurt themselves. Get Shoot hurt, shoot sawdusted. That's it. Nothing there. Not one of these matches look even interesting in a way like, oh, that'll be fun to watch. Like the AEW Revolution has shitload of matches. They're like, yeah, it's going to be stupid, but it's going to be fun to watch. There's nothing here, dude. That that looked horrible. Uh, I'm not going to any of those shows. Uh, it's on my birthday, too, actually. Yeah, yeah. Finally lined up, and this is what you get. I'm not yeah. even going to watch that, dude. No, yeah, I'm not even going to watch that. And that's a shame, but that 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 is Sam Sam Corbin one. versus Drew Galloway on WrestleMania? I thought that guy was dead, honestly. Same, uh, who's Johnny Knoxville versus? Yeah, that's who I thought was dead. That I thought he was dead. And who's the other guy? Sam. Um, oh, he's uh, wrestling. Yeah, uh, Sami Zayn. Yeah, that's terrible, dude. Did you know he? I, yeah, I didn't know he was even wrestling anymore. I knew he was wrestling, but he looks like dude. shit. Have you seen how fat he looks? Yeah, he's always looked like shit. Well, t- I don't remember him being. He used to have like. An up like a chest and then just had a belly and well that wasn't necessarily defined but he looked strong enough he looks like fucking horrible now yeah well, that that's where we're at man uh, they used to talk about they worked out every day or like we, we would work out 24 7 you're in the gym constantly like triple h and we'll talk about that i wonder what these guys do when they're on the road because they're damn sure not going to the gym and working out look you've been to the gym very regularly yeah yeah are there a lot of guys that look like they did the first time you saw them after a year yeah. All right then. There you go. That's what they're doing, dude. <laughs> I I don't believe that. I, I think they're not going to the gym at all. I mean, <laughs> I, I, not going. I just think they're just not going there. They're eating or going hanging out or whatever. What's Shelton Benjamin doing? Is he not on the show? He's not on the show, dude. There's some good wrestlers that are getting. They're probably gonna put a hurt business versus Usos that might be on the pre-show or something. I'm out like, There's no way out. to save it, dude. They don't even have you know it's funny, it's like the new wrestling game j- just came out, and I was yeah. like um kind of curious about it. So I, I wanted to look look into that a bit. Dude, the roster is so gay. I, I don't even know half of these guys. I mean, this is the worst roster in a WWE game in a long time. Even though, even like the, the DLC, they announced like the DLC schedule. Do the first wave of DLC. Check this out. It's Rob Van Dam. Mm-hmm. Why isn't he in the game? Why would he be he DLC? Be yeah, why, should, why, isn't he just in the why game? would I pay extra for Rob Van Dam? Mick, and it's like Mick Foley, Rob Van Dam, Logan Paul, uh-huh. Mr. T, and Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, that's the DLC. That's the first wave. Oh, and then some Japanese girl. Oh, Lulu Pencil or whatever. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah, one of those. Uh, Can you believe that? I mean, in the actual roster, and the game actually looks pretty tight this year. The game uh, looks great this year, doesn't it? It But the roster is like, I'm not playing that, dude. I'm not going to wrestle with Sam Shelby versus... um... Oh, did you see what they changed? uh, What's his name to... um... Pete Dunn, he got his name changed. So what? Butch. 
<laughs> just butch. Yeah, just butch. <laughs> That's good. They should they should have changed his name to bitch. So like the, so like bitch. the big title matches that he had with Walter. Now that's Gunther versus Butch. <laughs> you go back <laughs> in the history. That's fucking gay. Too yeah. fucking gay. Th- right? Those matches were on like big NXT Walt- cards. Those were like big deals when they happened. They were good matches, but Walter versus Butch. Yeah, they so- should name them all. They should rename everyone just right now. Right now, rename everybody on NXT. Whatever name, just all of them. Name of Tom. This one's Bill. He's Steve. No, it's always off names. It's, it's never even real names. It's I know, like- I know, but that would be funny if they all just have one first random name. It's Carl versus Steve. This is Butch versus Gunther. Yeah, and then eventually you have to get we. Uh, this is Gideon versus you know Carlisle or whatever. But I think that'd be hilarious, man. Like, like, dude, Pete Dunn's wrestled on Raw with the name Pete Dunn. How can you just call him Butch? <laughs> Pete Dunn's been wrestling in in the WWE for like 15 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, but, he, but they could try to say, oh, he was just an NXT. No, he's been on Raw. He's been on the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as as Pete Dunn. Yeah, that's hilarious. Now he's just Butch. Same thing as Gunther. Gunther's been on like pay-per-view events, like the NXT pay-per-view events as Walter. And now he's uh, Gunther. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, I don't, know. I don't, they don't care. That's I funny. like, you know, there, there's things I like about AEW that the wrestlers don't care. And that they, they'll hurt themselves. And I like in WWE that the management doesn't care. And they'll switch things on a dime. They don't care what. what and I don't watch either of them, but like I will say one has more perceived watchability. I think it's AEW. Yeah. But, but I uh, think even then, if I think if you watch that regularly, you would hate it. Like yeah, what we I think like is. WWE, is Clearly, they spent money on merchandise and figures and t shirts that say, you know, uh, Pete Dunn, and they've got they've spent money now. There's up, I don't fuck it, it you know. You're, you're, I saw a clip on 4chan that's basically how I keep up my wrestling now. And it was, you know, like some WebMB of like some move that happened on SmackDown or whatever it was, dude. I, I shit you not, I watched this whole sequence, it was like six seconds because of the camera cuts. And I'm not just being dramatic, I'm not just complaining again about camera cuts. We've done it all for years. I literally could not tell what was happening to who it was happening to. The, the the camera cuts were so spastic. These random zoom ins and zooms out, zoom in, zoom out, switch, switch, switch. Like I had no idea what the fuck just happened in this. Yeah, sequence, but you got to admit, there's a problem too. When they don't do camera cuts like an AEW, they keep the camera on you, and then you can see the botches. So well, that's clearly. funny though. And then you see moves like that Spanish fly, and you're like, what? What? What is this supposed to be? Like the guy's selling body punches for a long time, like he's stunned. Do they just did? Uh, there was just a spot where uh, one of these guys was like tossed like a ragdoll from by uh, Brock Lesnar off of like some little platform or whatever, and it looked actually pretty high. But the way it was shot and the way it was cut, you couldn't tell anything. And it was like, dude, he just got sawdusted and broke his legs for nothing because <laughs> the shot that you got was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Well that, Imagine like the mankind being tossed off the cell like with nowadays camera work. Oh my god, it would look so good. Yeah, yeah, I like that they shot it. Yeah, because back then they were shooting like home videos or whatever. Like yeah, he's dead. I keep watching <laughs> clips of like uh, rain, rains too, and everybody, uh, you know, like uh, K100. Though we talk about how great the Romans rain shit is, dude. His matches are so gay now because he's talking, he's narrating the whole thing. Hey, yo, that's all you goes. Hey, like for some reason he's mic'd up. <laughs> like no other wrestler has ever been mic'd up to where I can hear every little thing. Like, hey, yo, that's all you goes. <gasps> There's a Maya. You know, it's like, dude, what? They, like you're doing this, a play now. 
it's like yeah, theater yeah. or something. It's but that's kind of what wrestling gay. always was gonna be. That's kind of what it was always getting. Don't mic that. the rock up. Give him a microphone for the promo, but don't attach a mic to him so I can. Hear I remember it. when AJ Styles, one of the biggest debuts, probably. In recent history, yeah, the biggest awesome. debut for a long time. The great camera work they decided to do for that was show the audience and then show Roman <laughs> Reigns is confused. Who's yeah. that? <laughs> that was tremendous. I, I love some of the camera work they did. And that moment's been lost in history. We'll, they'll, we'll never get to see him actually enter the arena and like that. All we'll ever get to see is the that's AJ Styles. And then uh, Roman Reigns be like, huh? Or whatever. That's, Dude, that's, that's all I, I was watching an AEW like on YouTube, and there was this clip. Uh, it was like uh, uh, Jeff Hardy just debuted, right? Uh-huh. And um, it, who was it? It was like the million. It was the House of Fortune. Yeah, was uh gonna fight Sting and Darby, and or yeah, Sting and Darby or whatever. So it's gonna be like four on two or something. Uh-huh. And then to attack him from the rear, the Hardy Boys made their big debut, right? And it's the same Hardy Boys music that you've always heard, you know? Yeah, yeah, I heard it. And so, uh, who was it uh, on commentary? Um, what's the Cowboys' name? Jim Ross. Jim Ross is like, a, oh, who, who is that? Is that? Who, is that? Can it be? It's like, did you know that's fucking Jeff Hardy? You heard his music for 20 years. Everybody knew he was being signed. It's yeah. clearly him. Like, well, what, where's the mystery? What, what, spit the fucking words out. <laughs> And then, and then, check this out. Check this out. You got Sting. You got Sting and his son in the ring, right? So there's two guys in the ring, Mm -hmm. and then uh, outside of the ring, but not in the ring, is the Hardy House of Fortune. Uh And then behind them is the Hardys, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't. So they 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 do their. they just do a standoff. It's like a three-team standoff, but they're far away from each other. There's no contact. There's no anything. And so the Hardy Boys music comes out. It's on Rampage, and then they just go back. Everybody just—it was the the oddest segment. Like, what was that supposed to do? It'd be so funny. There was no fight that broke out. There was no nothing. I would love to be able to convince Tony. Why did the Hardy Boys come out <laughs> and then just go back? There's no answer to that. I would love to convince Tony Khan that uh, the Hardy name has been trademarked by WWE. And you have to call them something else. <laughs> I think that would have been so funny. He'd call them Team Extreme or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or Jet, you know. You know or, or Nero. Dude, oh, yeah, <laughs> I love too. Jeff, oh, yeah, I heard this. Yeah, with Jim Ross. Like, that's Jeff, brother Nero Hardy. <laughs> Dude, that's Jeff, brother man Nero Hardy. Yeah, that was horrible. What was sick, too, is like, remember I told you a long time ago I had that dream where I got yelled at by Paul Heyman for doing all these taunts when I yeah. was, like, coming out to the ring. He's yeah, like, yeah. hey, you can't be doing the Bret Hart thing. We already got somebody that does that. Hey, you can't be blowing a kiss. We already got somebody that does that. You know, whatever. Yeah. He like ran through this whole gamut. <laughs> the when uh, on Rampage when the Hardy Boys came out, they did their like little Hardy Boy dance. And then oh, Jeff was so half-assed. It was hilarious. And then Matt Hardy went from that to his like little Nazi salute thing. Uh-huh. And then uh, Jeff started doing that too. And then they went into like. Then he went into like the version one Matt Hardy taunt. And it's like, <laughs> dude, stop roll cycling. You're running through these poses like Usain. You're hot shotting them. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're not hot. letting the crowd react to any of them. You're just doing it. was literally like when you're doing your creative move, uh, cr- you like doing your creative character. Yeah. And you're sampling all the taunts one after another. <laughs> oh, no. There's no rhyme or reason, dude. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're fucking stupid. <laughs> what, what I love too is like, you know, Tony Khan just keeps booking shit like a little kid. But, anyways, there was the, uh, 
that have you seen that Mexican soccer game that happened like a week ago? Oh, it was, it was crazy. So there's all these yeah, people getting curb stomped and obliterated, right? Well, that, like, I want to say this right now, and this for, you'll never be those people will never be. I hope they never make it to America because I'm sure every single person well, that prison wants to come. They've all probably been here multiple times and are coming back. Well, not uh, all right. Just let's keep going, man. Yeah. I, I don't even want to get into it. But anyways, I thought it was really funny. You know, like. uh because later that night, you know, I don't know if they were trying to replicate the the stampede so. and the stadium if they were. But, you know, Matt Hardy was getting stomped on by four guys. So I thought, hey, that's a current event thing. That's a there. Right. What do you call it when you make like a reference in wrestling? Uh, art imitates reality? Or? No, no. Like in wrestling, they always say, oh, that's a throwback to or that's a reference a, to a callback. Uh, yeah, yeah, a callback. So I thought they were doing a callback to the Mexican rights earlier that day. So I was like, that's pretty cool. That's topical. Vince wouldn't do something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had balls. So I was getting into it. And uh, then you hear the 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 Jeff Hardy music start up. So the crowd's getting hyped. And I I was just imagining, like, imagine if I'm getting stomped by four Latinos at this soccer stadium <laughs> for wearing the wrong jersey or whatever. And I'm getting my head stomped in and you come in for the save, right? You uh, come and run. But imagine if you stopped, you stopped halfway. And you started doing your little joke and jive dance or whatever, like to pop the crowd. And I'm getting my head stomped in as you're doing that. Well, as I'm, Matt Hardy I'm, is getting, I'm his, doing the jack off the hand. Jack off <laughs> yeah. Hand. As Matt Hardy is getting curb stomped in the center of the ring, Jeff Hardy's music hits. <laughs> and, and then he runs, he stops halfway and does his little Jeff Hardy jick and dive. You know, he's jiving. And it's like, dude, your brother's getting curb stomped by four guys in the ring. You know, well, they really stop too, that? though. They, they stop too, yeah. But he didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but it, I, I'd, I'd have some heat with you after that, like, man. <laughs> if we get out of this, that's I've got a problem. Yeah, it's not cool that you did that. All right. Well, uh, do you got anything else, Dad? I don't know, man. We went, you know, I like to think sometimes we're going a long time. I always think back. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. Yeah, what? But I think back to when we were doing that original show, and yeah. there's this episode. It's been lost in time. <laughs> I don't think it ever got published. You think of the Anthony Josh, Joshua? <laughs> Versus Canelo and popularity. Oh, what a dumb fucking conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess even too. the Gen 1 freaks won't know about that because that episode never saw the light of day. But uh, that was back. There was a lot of had... episodes that did see light of day that were akin to that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. we, that one was, I guess, a little too much. But, uh, <laughs> it was you... exhausting. But yeah, we got in a horrible debate. The last two <laughs> way too long. Our third host, Matt, who was referenced earlier, he was falling asleep. And then yeah, he doesn't know uh, shit. He just was quiet. Yeah, he it, the whole thing was gay, but he yeah, has about it was legitimately about fifty two minutes of uh, I don't know why. And in, in hindsight, we were everyone was wrong. Those guys, didn't, <laughs> no one has drawn a penny since then. So the whole argument is moot. But I don't remember. But it was like fifty two minutes. For some reason, you were really angry about it. I was really angry about it. There was a couple of moments where each of us got fired up and it was shouting at the other person. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a, then there was just I just remember there was a long like twenty. It was as boring as an intense discussion can be. But no, then I think there was a twenty five minutes where it simmered down to just a regular conversation about yeah. no, no, and, uh, and it was about who's Anthony Josh is more popular than this guy. And then at a certain point, we were like, dude. We just, just go home. Like we don't publish it. We're done. No episode this week. Speaking of and Canelo's we, popularity, that was funny to me. And I think sometimes when we go too long, like are, are we doing that again? Yeah. Is it getting like that again? Uh, we probably are doing that again, but um, I, I think I had, we had I think we had more fun this time. Yeah, I had more fun this time. I will say just a quick little, you know, just a call back to that. I do think I was on the wrong side of history because I remember I was very pro Canelo in that moment. But uh, I was just looking at like at the the UFC, you know, how, how they're marketing this. Uh, 
Masvidal versus Covington fight, right? And so, yeah. like, the press conference would go up, and then within eight hours, it would have, like, a million views. Oh, wow. And the one from a couple of days ago would have, like, you know, like, 1.6 million views. And then I oh. looked up the uh, the press conference from um, Canelo versus Bivol, which happened, like, a week before that or whatever, and it was at, like, 65,000 views. And then I was like, you know, maybe it's just that fight. What was the last fight he had? Oh, yeah, it was one where he slapped Caleb Plant. Dude, that same final press conference videos had like maybe a hundred thousand views. It's like, dude, the UFC yeah, is just so much. way more popular than boxing. Yeah, and, and, and I'm happy about that. I think I'm like happy for the UFC. It should be way more popular. I and I like I said, every time I see a psyop, and I've been seeing a lot now with Canelo. I'll go on boxing Reddit, and I think you and yeah. I, you know, I'm one of those guys. I am a professional boxer myself, and I see those guys. And their their comments that they make on those videos, and I think you know you guys are such fucking losers. You guys are a waste yep. of space. And they were arguing about Canelo. He he said something about that Bevo, like you know it's personal. You know he's a motherfucker. It's personal or whatever. And he it said was it about Bevo. Yeah, it was copy and paste the same thing he said about Plant. And then I was like, look, I know he has a tenuous grasp on the english language and he doesn't quite understand but you know they're copying and pasting him lines and he's delivering them with no nuance this is so obvious fake and they're telling him hey you gotta you know we're gonna sell these you gotta like you know make it bad blood and and it i don't know what he thinks but it, his promoters all whoever's promoting him you're like that isn't how you sell fights you're aware of this right you you made canelo look like a bitch okay and people think he's a bitch so there's no way to sell these fights the way you're saying there's a motherfucker. It's personal. Like, that's not how you're going to sell fights. Like sell fights by saying, you know, you know, B-Ball's, you know, uh, he's he, honestly, he should say B-Ball's a faggot. I'm going to beat him. Then <laughs> yeah. I'm going to beat Charlo. He's a nigger. I'm going to beat him. Uh, well, the way to really sell this fight. And, I, and, I, and that's not me saying it. That's Canelo saying that. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Listen, I don't agree with that. And you I would how, never you know say how you that. sell this fight. I would never say that. But that's Canelo. You and know how you sell words. this fight? What? Bivol has to lean into the Russia gimmick. And he's, yeah, I think of course so. he's Russian shying heel. away from it. Yeah. And and Canelo has to lean into the um the pro does he have to go Ukraine. pro Ukraine or I think he should go pro I think it'd be funny to see him paint his face. Every is is everybody still painting their face red and or yellow and blue? For what? Uh, for the Ukrainian flag, I, I didn't know anyone was doing that. Yeah, everybody yeah, was doing that. They're kneeling, they're crying, they're painting their face. Yeah, he days. should do that. That would be funny. So I'd like to see Canelo paint his face. For he, the should just paint it. he should just paint his flag Mexico flag and just it would just be more confusing. Or half That's... Mexican flag, half <laughs> Ukrainian flag. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> that would that. be have him constantly talking about how Mexico stands with Ukraine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. That, That's a way to get up hype for the fight. Yeah, I mean, they should make you Bivol dress like Ivan Vol. Uh, What's what's the uh, oh man? What was the 1980s? He had the red singlet with the sickle and the yellow sickle and hammer. No, he should dress first. like Putin, dude. No, what a suit or whatever. He should dress like a 1980s one of those Russian wrestlers, Nikita Vol Nikita Volkov, whatever his fucking. What, name fuck was. All, all the nostalgia. He should hold up pictures of dead Ukrainian families <laughs> and say, you know, this makes me happy. This will be you, like this. Yeah, this will be you. <laughs> <laughs> When yeah, this, you know when we're done anybody them, who opposes Russia, this will be you. You know, all of you. Mexico is them. next. Yeah, that would uh, be great. Yeah, that would be awesome. You know, it'd be awesome too. Is I know he does that, and it's just too far gone. He, so this, these press that that press conference you're talking about where that all happens. I don't know, the last press conference got hundred thousand views. That one would get hundred and four thousand views. It wouldn't garner <laughs> any more attention. It's too far gone. Man. It's done. It's there. It's over. All right. What if what if he came out, dude? What if he came out? What if Bivol came out? 
and he uh, and he lit on fire the Ukrainian flag and the Mexican flag. <laughs> now that that I right, that is getting a lot of views. Yeah, I I don't I don't know how many views it's gonna get, but no, that that's and then and then, and then what if Canelo pulled out um, a Russian flag and threw that on the fire, dude? That is getting views, and we'd be hyped. Yeah, yeah, and then they, they flip the table, and you know, yeah, that would be good. That okay, would be yeah. hype. That 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 would be good. That would be good. And then one of them should produce like a knife or a gun or something like that. That I think. And then, and then have you seen those pictures of uh, uh, uh Putin where he's like doing his press conferences and he has his big long ass table? No. He, okay. Did he? Have, they're, they're, these is really hilarious pictures. It's like it's like half a football field. This table, this conference table, and he sits on one end and he makes all the J Brones sit on the other end, far away from him. And they don't sit at the they don't sit at the opposite head of the table. They sit on the sides. So I, w- I would like to see that kind of table being brought out for these the Canelo versus Bivol. I, I would like Canelo to, you know, uh, his first and his broken English, he just says, you know, fuck Mexico, uh, uh, fuck Ukraine. And then that's kind of all he says. I would like them both to do it with their broken English, that they both, you just, because I, I want just the emotion to get across that, you know, these guys, you know, he doesn't like Russia. He doesn't like Mexico. He doesn't like Ukraine. And Canelo doesn't, you know, he doesn't like Russia. He, you know, he thinks, you know, he doesn't mm-hmm. like Putin, and I just want them in their broken English to, you know, uh, and your know, motherfucker was a a sensitive thing for Canelo. So I think B-Ball should lean into that, you know, motherfuck Mexico, motherfuck Mexico, or whatever. I think that would be <laughs> yeah. hilarious. And then uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens, and then they can. I'm sure they'll do some tentative boxing for 12 rounds. Canelo's going to take the first seven rounds off and win a, a tight unanimous decision. Yeah, Adelaide the fight Bird. is not going to be fun. It might be Adelaide interesting. Bird, I have some, 118, 112. Yeah, it might be interesting on some small degree if you're autistic like I That's am. what I'm saying. It'll get 104,000 views. Boxing is just gay, okay? It's yeah. like how to, you could do a press conference for the X Games for Tony Hawk and some other Sean White to do some skateboard tricks, and there could be a great press conference before that. But look, however many people like the X Games is however many people are going to watch that press conference. They're not making any yeah. new fans. And they're not making UFC makes new fans, you know, WWE, yes. boxing, skateboarding, whatever fans like that shit is just who likes that shit. And it's not it's dwindling every day. All right, man. I think I, I, I really we really wanted this was going to be a special episode because we really wanted to, to make D-Raz the star of the show, the Frampton faggot. This was his time to shine. And I would not feel right speeding through it. I don't think that's the right way to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think I think we got to do it next time. You want to do it next time? I, I think we, we got. Do- what do you? What's up to you? Because I feel like we've already gone long, and, and this mm. should have already ended. So okay. I, I don't just want to speed through the DRAS. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I, 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 I think we got to do it justice. Okay, and, and it would not be fair to just tack it on the end. Do Do you think that we should even put the link up to the fight? I don't I, think so right now. All right, yeah, I don't think so. We just tell the people that there, you know, we there it's was coming. a fight, and it, it's coming. There was a fight. There was a fight. Um, it was it was a big big. It success. is everything we said and more. Yeah. Uh, and and, 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 and I think I think that the 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 freak should see the fight when they hear your side of it. Yeah. Okay. That, that sounds good. Yeah. I will save it for next time. This was a long episode, and uh, I don't know if it was even a good episode. So yeah, no, it was I'll a just... bad episode, and it was way too long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, yeah, right, I think we're we'll coming short and sweet next time. All right. Yeah, we'll save it for next time. And like I said, this. The, the the train left the station so you know, i hope yeah. you guys can get your tickets soon because uh you know i don't know when the next stop is going to be but we're, we're rolling full you know full steam ahead so oh yeah so and, and you will see going. that I, i'm telling you guys we got the video the, the the from the entrance music to the attire to the hair it's all there yeah to, to the actual fight 
It was, it was, can I say this? Can I say it was violent? Oh, it was violent. That, that's how I used to describe it. I had some friends ask me about it and I was like, Hey, it was, it was quick, but it was, it was violent. It was a violent minute. Yep. It was, it was violence, uh, speed and momentum. Yeah, definitely. That's all it was. So yeah, next time we'll go, we'll do a deep dive on that one. And, and, uh, I don't know. We'll have a better episode next time. There was, I, I, I wanted to, you know, AEW revolution. That's a big show. You know, and we took a bull, chunk of a big bulk of the show to cover that. But when you have a show like that, you, you know, you have to cover it. I'm almost tempted to revisit it just to really nail the really lock in our ratings, you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> Officially these, this time. we're going to start rating every show that we, that we happen to come. And, and we're going to do the same way where we break down each match, <laughs> talk about it at length and then go back over it. <laughs> what we should do is where you break it down once and, not, and I have a conversation with you about your breakdowns. And then we start over where I break it down. And then a final conversation where we both at the same time. At the same time, yeah, but it's three separate conversations. <laughs> yeah. That, that way you don't, you know, no stuff. Now you don't even have to watch the show. You know exactly what happened. We told you a couple of the high spots. You can go look up. And that's you know, for, for two guys, what's really funny is for two guys who did not watch that show. <laughs> We really went in on the review. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of it was just assumptions we have about the rest. I don't even know. Like, I honestly, I can't. And that's really know. a look behind the curtain because that's how we, that's how we've been approaching the show for years. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen Layla Hirsch wrestle a match or stat. I don't know one single move. Have you seen Layla Hirsch or stare down? She did against the girl from NWA. Uh, yeah there's a uh, camille Brickhouse or whatever oh, yeah, camille. camille yeah camille. have you seen her and uh, layla hurts stare each other down no oh dude that's awesome um, layla hurts beats somebody right and uh, uh she looks like a little tub of shit um so she's standing <laughs> in the ring that's exactly what she looks like <laughs> i saw some old pictures of her from a couple years ago and she was in much better shape her stumpy little legs look yeah, disgusting. It, it, to it's me. not a good look. Looks like a pig. She literally looks like yeah. a, if you can a small stand a pig. pig upright. No, a pig that's upright. You stand a pig upright. Yeah, short, <laughs> an adolescent pig. Put her in sh- compression <laughs> shorts and a sports bra. <laughs> looks so unflattering and shitty. Yeah, so, it looks like uh, Ronda Rousey just like one one like one fourth scale. Ronda Rousey it looks fucking <laughs> terrible. Uh, but it's a it's a Camille, right? You know what she looks like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's wearing heels too. And Camille steps over in the little shit house. Uh, Layla Hurch is kind of like, yeah, come on, come on, fucking come on, get in here. And so um, they stare each other down and it's it's comical. I mean, she comes up, she comes just above um, Camille's calf <laughs> and they're staring each other down, dude. She literally looks like a hobbit or a dwarf or like some like an yeah, elf or goblin, uh, really yeah. a goblin. And she's legit. That's legit. Layla a yard goblin. Like, <laughs> legit in what way? Yeah, she looks like a freaking elf or a, like a, some sort of. She like looks like a, when you play RPG games. Yeah, like exactly. The first, the first enemies you encounter in the dungeon, like the, the little rats two. or little goblins. <laughs> level two goblin takes one hit to kill. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. She looks like one of the players of an RPG, like one of the main characters you could, like one of the classes you could pick. That's not very good at melee damage, but you know, it's <laughs> yeah. very good ranged attacks. Very good magic spells or whatever. So yeah. it's a different type of game style that I'd never picked. I never picked that class because I don't like that type of gameplay. But it's a very specific gameplay where it's not a, a beat em up or it's not a slash and grab. It's more of a magic. And a, I know this. I know this episode's three hours, but I got to say, man, speaking of all that, I got on this game Elden Ring. Okay. Absolutely sick, dude. That fucking sounds gay as fuck. Yeah, no, it's absolutely sick. 
Every time you say a game is sick, I'm like, oh, that sounds stupid. No, well, they, I'm so sick about it. Uh, have you ever heard of the Dark Souls games? Yeah, um, I would love the Dark Souls game. No, you don't know anything about yeah, it. No, yeah, obviously. Well, anyways, they're games that like... Have Primus. you heard of the Dark Souls games? <laughs> <laughs> no, Any, anyways, anyways. Dark this Souls. is a new one where it's like open world. <laughs> and act- hey, brother, have you, have you heard, are you familiar with the Dark Souls universe? Uh, no. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, okay. Go yeah, ahead. Forgive That's, me for having like hobbies. It's, like it's Madden or something. <laughs> like it's so well known. Now, assuming you're well versed with the Dark Soul, or the Dark Soul multiverse. So just go. This is from like game two we pick up. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, I, I thought this one was based off of like Lord of the Rings for some reason, and like one of the writers was uh, the guy who did uh, Game of Thrones. So I was pretty yeah. hyped for it. So that's okay. why I got it. Like I've never played a Dark Souls game. This and, is uh, from the guy who wrote Game of Thrones, the show. He's like he's, he's a writer on this game. Like apparently he he helped oh, okay. with the story. So I, I was like, oh, that's it. interesting. The Lord of the Rings thing. Oh, that's interesting. It's not Lord of the Rings. Though. It's just like akin to that. I thought it was. There's no relation. Uh, why is it called Elden Ring then? I thought the the ring thing is already. Uh, if you're yeah, making a fantasy setting and you, and, and it's about rings, I what is like <laughs> where does Dark Soul factor into this? Because it, it's made by the people who make the Dark Souls games. As we all know, yeah, we're all familiar yeah, with those. And uh, the Dark Souls games are such a phenomena that there's like, since they've come out and gotten popular, there's so many other games that they just call like a Dark Soul game. You know, like um, like Metroidvania is like a, a category of games because there's so many like 2D games that just copy off of Metroid and uh, Castlevania. So it's like, oh, oh yeah, that's just a Metroidvania type game. There's oh, like so many Dark games. Souls type games now. Okay, but, and that's uh, an RPG type of game. On the surface, it looks like it, but no, it's really just a game where there's like a boss. There's like eighty something boss fights. I don't know, and uh, they're just really cool bosses, big fucking dragons, huge like three story tall elves with like spinning axes, and everything one hits you and kills you. So it's just a game where you have to get really really good at it. Uh, it's like, is there any of the bosses underwater? Uh, I hope not, man, because I don't <laughs> yeah, want to deal with that. <laughs> I, I don't like that. Isn't that funny? Even in video games where it's just on your TV or whatever. Yeah, like I, that is, I don't know, that's still terrifying to me. Yeah, I hope not. Yeah, yeah, and the graphics are getting so good that uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do not want it. that to be a part of the game. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, anyways, that game is sick, dude. Yeah, that sounds fucking tight, man. That's for all the game badass. freaks out there. Sounds badass, uh, dude. Super sounds Fight sick. Freaks giving their stamp of approval. I will say the very last video game I ever played, or I don't know if it was the last, but one of the last games I have fond memory of. So this is just as gay. You know? It's not any cooler than what you're saying. It's just as gay. But uh, at least I'm not passing off as cool. Uh, with the South Park games, I, I bought... Uh, you remember oh, the South Park games? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had a two-pack because uh, uh, for the PlayStation 4, I guess that... You remember that, the Stick of Truth? The, the yeah. Game of the- yeah, it was going to be for the PS3, and then uh, the, the company that was making it, I think it was THQ or whatever, it folded. So it got put on the back burner. Well, eventually it got picked up for the PlayStation, like for the next gen. For the next gen mm-hmm. consoles, it got picked up by Ubisoft or yeah. wh- whoever. I don't know. Whoever picked it up. And then uh, they went ahead and made a whole other game called uh, South Park Fractured uh, Butthole, and they uh, put them together, and you got two games for the price of one. And I remember I bought that and played and beat both the games. Those are the last oh, two wow. games ever nice. completed. Yeah, and that was a really fun game. And those were like RPG games, but South Park. And I remember thinking those were really fun. So is there anything like that, you think? No, it looks on the surface very much like an RPG. And you pick, like, 
you know, like you just said that there's all these type of like class types that you pick, you know, mm-hmm. like you could be a mage, you can be a prisoner, you could right. be a wretched, all this type of shit, you know. What would you be a prisoner for? What would be the best? Uh, that's like to go, like I said, these games are very timing oriented. Like you have like, there's like two mechanics. Usually there's a parry mechanic mm-hmm. and there's a roll mechanic. And those are your defensive mechanics. Doesn't mean get mechanics the game. Yeah. And so, you know, you have to like, if you tie, if you press roll, a millisecond before you should, you're eating that axe of the face. If you do it a millisecond later, you're eating that axe of the face. If you try to parry and you're a frame off, you're getting that axe of the face. And, and it kills you. And they sometimes, yeah, there's a lot of one hit killers in the game. Yeah. But uh, you just have to like get really good at the combat in the game. And it's it filters most people because they're like, man, this is fucking hard, you know. And most people will like will not finish these games. But yeah, well, anyways, uh, you can, I don't know what I was going to say, but yeah, th- those types of classes well, saying, are there. So on the surface, it looks like an RPG, but no, it's not at all. Well, I was saying, what was the thing for prisoner? Why would you even want to be a prisoner? Oh, yeah. So that thing is like uh, you start in just your underwear or like, you know, if you're a girl, you could be like underwear and a bra and they're like mm-hmm. bandages and you just have a club. And you, what it means is you just have no base stats almost. You have no skill in magic. The other ones like give you like, oh, you start off with high strength or you start off with high magic. Or the you start prisoner off- starts off with nothing. Nothing, no, and so like to beat it with that is like, oh, you're the real, you know. So that one doesn't one. give you any benefit. That one just to for uh, the one for benefit a- is is you can raise your stats quicker. Like the stats raise a little quicker, but you oh. have no like initial buff. Like it's going to be very punishing in the beginning to, to play as that. Uh, uh, what did you pick? Um, the Vagabond, which has a high melee, high strength. Vagabond, does he start off with some clothes or not? Yeah, like a full knight's armor. He's oh, more that, like a tank build. You use that for like a tank. You're going to build like a high, uh, low mobility, but high strength. I see a Vega bound. I would think is like a thief or something like that. Like yeah, well, they're armor. calling it like an exiled knight. So I'm like, I'm in like a full knight's armor. Oh, okay. He's like an exiled knight. Okay. So they all have their uh, pros and cons. And the pro yeah. to a prisoner who starts off with nothing, no clothes or anything, he can upgrade his skills faster. Yeah, his individual stats will raise, should raise faster, especially in the beginning than the other guys. But he starts off with no initial anything you know hmm. it's all skill it's all heart hmm. yeah cool. yeah absolutely yeah, sick. check it out what what's the, what is what are you playing it on pc i will never play console again i regret wasting so much of my life playing on console i have no respect mm-hmm. for console people and if there were some type of situation and i do think it is likely where putin or china uh especially if it is one of those two if putin or china does come into power um the console players they there will be retribution there will be a severe price to pay and i think it's even late now i think if you transition a pc it's already late it's already known that you weren't here mm-hmm. um and i think rightfully so they will they will be punished yeah i've just always looked at pc well like it's ridiculous all of you would get killed all you losers no. who play games no nope. every single one of you it's the, we, we are the, the elite no. well i will say this the well, one thing i don't like about pcs and I, is that game available on console yeah yeah, I see. I like it more because there's more of a social aspect to playing on a console. PC, there's I don't feel like there's any social aspect to playing on a PC. That's you playing by yourself. A console, a big thing for console, at least for me. Well, the I, thing with PC the, where you don't the, seem to fucking understand your retard is I don't pay for online. I don't have to pay for Xbox Live. I am connected to a computer. and I, I, the, yeah, all, okay. all the online is free. Yeah, no, there's no social. What I'm saying is most of the time I would play in most people's experiences, I guess, except yours. Most experiences would be you join a party with all your friends, 
and we're all playing different games. We're all chatting or some of us are playing the same games, but it's about joining the party. A lot of times I would join the party and not even play the game, any game. I'm that's just, gay. Like, that's just a talk social. On the phone. Okay. So I'm saying that is completely missing with the PC. No, it's not because the PC, everybody uses discord. And most people I've realized on my last couple of years on console, we're using discord anyways. Discord for what? For voice chat? Yeah, literally. That's what people were doing on, on PS4. Like when I started a segue off, people were like, hey, let's just let's just talk on Discord. And so, yeah, with Discord, I mean. How do you use it, Discord on your phone? You'd have to do that shit on your phone? Yeah, I, I, like, I didn't do any of that shit, but people were doing it. Discord no, on their I, phone. I, yeah, it's very fucking weird. But no, with uh, Discord, uh, yeah, it's no problem at all. Yeah, all right. Well, I mean, it sounds you got it all figured out. It sounds like you know what, man. When two K twenty two, I've been looking. I got the side eye check. Uh, when two K twenty two comes out on that site, I'll be downloading it for free, and I, I right, won't right. pay a, a dime. And I'll be downloading the NWO edition. That's a hundred bucks. And guess what? I'll be downloading it for free. And I could have done that with Elden Ring, but I just out of respect, I chose to buy the game. I do that a lot. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. No, all I right. support a good product. All right, well, yeah, it's you, got you know how many black out. characters there are on Elden Ring so far? Should be none. Yeah, zero. All right, well, that's that. Well, that's only accurate to the time that they're trying to portray. Well, that doesn't stop most other games. Assassin's Creed, the uh, Valhalla one. The, the, there's more Chinese and black women Vikings than there are white. So mm, that's, that's never stopped anybody. All right, man, we're gonna have to wrap it up. Uh, maybe I'll cut off the last hour and a half of this episode. Uh, keep it I don't short know how long. Sweet. I didn't time it. We can, from now on, we've got to time these. We've got to time, got these. To time these. Yeah, that was got to time these. That was uh, my bad. Oh, you know, I'm gonna take some fault for that too. Uh, all right, man. Uh, with that, peace out. Bye. Oh my little girl.